Carroll, a artificial surface. Beautiful stadium. The complex is just magnificent out here at Carroll. For those of you that haven't been here, we're looking across the way and behind the opposing bleachers. You see the baseball stadium. A little farther out, you see the softball stadium. They've got the natatorium and the arena just off to our left. Ample parking and the parking lot pretty full as the bleachers continue to fill. And here is our kickoff, and it is a deep line drive kick. Goes over everybody's head into the end zone, and it will be a touchback. The Carroll Chargers bring out the offense behind junior quarterback Jimmy Sullivan, completing 49% of his passes, 1,069 total passing yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 picks. He's uh, also carried the ball 34 times for 48 yards. Some of those quarterback scrambles. But he'll be joined in the backfield by Nate Starks, a 5'8", 160-pound junior. He was really solid as a sophomore last year. Just doesn't seem to have that same blocking in front of him as he did a season ago. So far this year, averaging just 4.7 yards per carry. Shotgun snap from the right hash at their own 20-yard line. Sullivan, quick drop throw in the slot. Aiden Van Pelt will make the catch at the 25 and get hit at the 27. Wyatt Little with the stick, denying many yards after the catch. It's marked at the 28-yard line, an 8-yard gain, second down and two. Yeah, there you can see honoring the, the short passing game of Carroll, but Wyatt Little, a nice tackle, open field. From the left hash, two receivers to the right, one to the left, and they'll give it to the running back. He's got a fullback with a lead block, and it is Nate Starks who spins his way across the paint of the 30-yard line, and that's just enough to move the chains and give the Chargers a first down. Needed two, got about two and a half, so just outside their own 30. They'll work quickly. The snap and the throw, quick out route, and it's caught near sideline by Bauman. That is Mason Bauman, a six-foot, 172-pound sophomore receiver, making his 15th catch of the year. It will go for about a six-yard gain, and it'll be second down and four. Carroll going to use some tempo here against Homestead, but Homestead's really playing soft. Left hash, one back, two receivers right, one left. Here's uh, play action. Rolling to the right, Sullivan a keeper, and he's got some real estate. Across the 50, across the 45, inside the 40, and finally dragged down, taking a tackler inside the 35 to the 34. Got a Big flag. time play. A 30-yard gain on the run by Sullivan, and they may have grabbed him by the face mask as he ran by. That's about the area near midfield where I thought he might have gotten a hand up high, whether it was inside the shoulder pad or on the helmet. Let's see. Yeah. It's downfield, so it could go either way. Now, it's at the 45-yard line, which it would be a first down, even if they call it against Carroll. It's a block in the back called against the Carroll Chargers, but it's a spot foul, so it's still going to be a first down because even when you take the yardage off the board, the 10-yard penalty will set it back at the Carroll 46-yard line, first and 10 Chargers. Well, they got Steely in a quarterback now, so you're going to see some of their expertise here with this uh, formation. Empty backfield, Steely will take the direct snap, and he'll run to the left. Picks up a block on the edge, turns the corner across midfield, and finally chased out of bounds at the Homestead Spartans 45-yard line, a 9-yard gain by Braden Steely. 5'11", 186-pound senior, plays safety defensively, and we see him in the backfield. 
yeah. on occurrence for this Carroll Chargers offense, and he's going to stay in there. He'll take another direct snap. They go five wide from the left hash. Shotgun snap. This time it's a run to the right. He'll follow his right tackle, Andrew Rudolph, and take it near the 42-yard line. So that's enough to move the chains. Three-yard gain at second, or it's first and 10 for the Chargers, and a good initial drive for Carroll. 10 minutes, 45 seconds on the clock. We're in the first quarter. Opening drive of the football game. Well, they've got to find ways to run the football, and they've done that thus far here already, finding creative ways to get the ball in Steely's hands. And again, two backs in the backfield with Sullivan, something we haven't seen a whole lot of earlier, and it's play action. He's rolling to the left, has to set up to try to throw, and he can't unload it. He's chased down out of bounds at the 47-yard line. That is a loss of about five on the play, and a lot of credit goes to Sam Stewart. Stewart, the linebacker, who was in pursuit, finally chased him to the sideline and forced him out without a throw. Yeah, and Stewart's one of those kids that's one of their leading tacklers on the year. Rolling to your left and trying to throw it away sometimes can be difficult, as we saw there. From the left hash, trip receivers right. They'll go to the left side. Ballman makes the catch against Vandermann. Coverage at the 40, turns to the sideline inside the 35 and knocked out of bounds at the 33-yard line. He is just short of the yard to gain. It's going to bring up a third down and less than a yard for the Chargers, who quickly line up for the left hash. Shotgun snap for Sullivan. A lot of movement up front, but nobody jumps, so they'll kind of reset. Sullivan looks over to the sideline to confirm the play. Now he shouts it out to his trip receivers to the right. Single back is Starks, and it's a quick throw on a slant. Right in the middle of the seam, he completes it to Brady Road, the big receiver. 6'3", 204 pounds, just a sit route at about five yards. He makes the catch. It's first down yardage at the 26. Again, they're taking what Snyder did last week, and with uh, Homestead playing awful soft, uh, they're going to take advantage of it, and they may do it down here at the bottom again. Seven-yard gain on the play from the... Spartans 26-yard line. The gift to Starks. No running room that time. Denied at the line of scrimmage. He spun his way to the 25 to pick up a yard. But that's uh, good penetration by the linebacker, Anthony Fields, for the Homestead Spartans. Yeah, he did a great job. Just a sophomore. Quick play again. Fake the handoff. Keeper for Sullivan. He's got all kinds of room. The 10, the 5, touchdown Sullivan. Nobody for Homestead in the second level. And once Sullivan got through the linebackers, there was nobody that was going to catch up with him. Yeah, that's the one thing you forget about Jimmy Sullivan. He is a very good runner, and he just hasn't done it in a quarterback run setting. That time they did, and he sprung it for 25. 25 yards, second touchdown on the ground this year for Jimmy Sullivan and Carroll with an 80-yard drive, 9.08 to play in the quarter. The extra point is up, and the extra point is good by Victor Barreto. And we have a 7-0 Carroll Chargers lead. Well, Homestead's got them right where they want them, Shannon. Right. Give up those <laughs> early touchdowns and then lock it up. We'll come back. The kickoff next. High school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Right now on My Deals Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne Cycle House is offering first time customers a deal of five classes for you and a friend or ten classes for just you for only $85. Normally a $200 value. Fort Wayne Cycle House is a locally owned group fitness studio located on Lima Road and offers indoor cycling, bar, yoga, body tone, and circuit training group fitness classes. Their boutique studio and dedicated instructors provide a safe space for you to reach your fitness goals. Head over to MyDealsFortWayne.com to get your deal today. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Carroll Chargers strike first, taking the kickoff 80 yards to go up 7-0 on the Homestead Spartans. 9.08 remaining in our opening quarter. And now the Carroll Chargers tee it up to kick it off and give it to Homestead for the first time in the game. Dominic Dempsey will be set to kick it off for the Chargers. And checking back deep for the Spartans. Brett Fox, dangerous return man, along with Kale Swigger, and this one will bounce and go out of bounds at about the one. Never made it past the pylon. So that will be a penalty, and that will bring it out to the 35-yard line where the Spartans will have great field position. Yeah, good field position for Homestead starting off here tonight, but good job by Carroll offense that first drive of the uh, this game. Very creative, got the ball in the hands of their playmakers, run and pass, and it enabled them to go 11, 11 plays and 80 yards for that first score. <clears throat> ball will be positioned at the left hash. Michael White, sophomore quarterback, 6'3", 170 pounds, won the job in the preseason, beat out Evan England for the starting job, and now they're going to change it. They're going to bring it over to the right hash. <laughs> Those poor offensive linemen. <laughs> the big fellas. Everybody about lined up, and then they moved it on them. Yeah. Yeah, they don't look too excited yeah, about that. Yeah, they weren't too happy across. about that. That, that, <laughs> that 12-yard move down uh, from one hash to the other, they're not too satisfied. All right, so Homestead will have it left or right. Homestead in all-white uniforms. They've got dark blue numbers with yellow trim. Meanwhile, the yellow helmets for the Spartans. It is a blackout game for both student bodies. A lot of, lot of students wearing all black tonight. So from the right hash, their own 35. They line up with a wing to the right side of the formation. Man in motion left to right. They'll fake the jet sweep. Here comes pressure. It's dumped off by White, and it's short and incomplete. And that's all because of the pressure coming from the edge, and you've got a man down. And that was the guy who blitzed off the edge. And I think that's Justin Anderson. I believe that is Anderson, the senior linebacker who came off that edge. And he is in noticeable pain, slapping at the turf and holding onto his leg. That is not a good sign. He was the one that came off the edge and put the pressure on Michael White, forced him to get rid of it quickly. And White delivered it to the feet of his intended receiver, who really didn't even have his head turned. No. And now you've got Justin Anderson. Uh, he kind of looked like he got his uh, foot stuck in that uh, in the turf. And, and that's very possible. That's yeah. one of the things you've heard the NFL players talking about is the cleats will stick. And right now they're checking what looks like the left leg of Justin Anderson. And hopefully just one of those where it buckled on him a little yeah. bit. But he's going to be able to come back with not have any ligament damage. But he's not putting any weight on that left leg yeah. as he gets assistance on both sides. 
Yeah, that's from, uh, and I think that might be Coach Dinan yeah. helping him to the sideline. Yeah, he was one of the first out there with the trainer as well. Like I said, it was kind of an ugly. Uh, now he is putting some weight on it as he gets to the sideline, trying to gain some confidence on what kind of stability that leg has but we'll keep an eye on whether he can return but he just took a big fist and pounded <laughs> it into the bench so i have a feeling that he is not now, confident that he's going to be playing anymore in this game now his fist is hurt <laughs> well the senior certainly doesn't want to see his career end with a serious injury here's the handoff to fox oh, nice looking play. for running room on the right side not much there everything taken away for fox he's going to pick up about a yard Freisinger did a great job there. That's going to be third down and nine now for the Spartans. Not really the spot the Spartans want to be in. They want to be able to run the ball and maintain some balance in this offense. Brett Fox, so dangerous at only 5'9", 155 pounds. He was a workhorse last week, and he seemed to get better as the game went on. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Carroll's, their strength is their front, you know, front four. So this will be a great matchup tonight. Two receivers, wide side to the left, one to the right, and play action. The left-hander drops, rolls to the right. He's going to try to get to the far edge, turn the corner, but oh. he can't get around Cam Lentz. And Lentz trips him up short of the first down at around the 40-yard line. It's going to bring up a fourth down. We'll call it four. They'll give him the 41, but it's going to be a punting situation for the Homestead Spartans. And what open field play that time Oh man! by the senior linebacker, Cam. He's the name we've called frequently out here, and that one was just an example of just hard effort that got the tackle. The snap is good. Here comes pressure. The kick away, not a deep kick. It's going to be off to the left and out of bounds. And this is going to set up really good field position for the Carroll Chargers. I think they're going to end up marking this perhaps even outside the 40. The officials stepping it off right now. Nope, it's going to be back at the 33. So a pretty favorable spot if you're Homestead. But it will be a first and 10 for Carroll, already leading it 7 to nothing with 741 remaining in the opening quarter here at Carroll. Chargers in white pants. They've got the blue jerseys, white numbers, silver helmets. From the right hash, Sullivan lines up in the gun and will give it to Starks, who immediately sprints it wide left. Got some real estate. Gets across the 40. Finally tracked down by Wyatt Little at the 43. Give him the 44. Just like that, it's a quick 11 yards and a first down on an outside run by Nate Starks. No hesitation. I'm not sure where the play was designed to go, but Starks saw in his vision that outside open up, and he burst to it and got the instead tuck it and run right up the middle of the defense, and he works his way out just shy of the 50-yard line at the 49, a five-yard gain, but there is a flag, and I think we've got a hold being called against the Carroll Chargers. That's going to bring it back. On that previous play, Sam Stewart ducked into an, out of his gap, and that just exposed the edge. And I'm sure the coaches will remind him, <laughs> you've got to play contain when you're the outside linebacker. So the uh, march-off, which they haven't executed yet, looks to be at about the original line of scrimmage. So this is going to be 10 yards marched off from the 44, so it'll go back to the 34-yard line. That'll make it first down and 20 
from their own 34-yard line for the Carroll Chargers. You know, and this is something we've seen from Carroll pretty much all year. The first down penalties has been an Achilles heel for them. 7-0 game. Carroll with the lead. And the Chargers with the ball. Second down and 20 from their own 34-yard line. Just inside the left hash, two receivers to the right. One receiver to the left. Single back is Starks and a drop back in the pocket, Sullivan. Looking to throw, does near sublime. Ballman on a little out route at the 47. Knocked out of bounds. They're going to mark him out at the 46. So they get 12, and that's kind of what you want to do with that type of play design. Take advantage of that big cushion that we've yeah. talked about with Homestead and try to try to get a more favorable down and distance. Now it's second down and eight. Yeah, now they got them in a more manageable situation here to get back on sketch. From the 46, again, quick drop, throw to Baum, and he wasn't ready for it. A little too quick. Bauman hadn't completed the route. I think Sullivan thought he was going to break it off at about three yards and head to the sideline. Bauman went five and did a curl. Just a misconnection between Sullivan and Bauman. And now it is third down and eight from their own 46-yard line. Ball on the left hash, two receivers right, one to the left, drop back in the pocket. Sullivan looking to throw, does near side. Again, an out route. It's caught by Bowman, and he got enough for the first down at the Homestead Spartans 45-yard line. Great route. Just a great route there. Good throw. Protection. He had all day to throw the football. and Yeah, he can really zip it accurately oh, if you give him that pocket. Yeah. Well, what quarterback could? I could do that. <laughs> it is first and ten. No comment. <laughs> From the 44, drop back Sullivan. They're trying to set oh, up a screen. Call. They do. It's to Starks. There's a flag right about where Starks took off running with that football. That's the area you're probably going to see a hold. And then a late flag comes in after the play in the Chargers' backfield. And you've got Starks down. He's still not gotten up after being tackled at about the 34. So they're gonna a get, lot happening on this play. They're going to get a hold, and Abs is going to get a unsportsmanlike, and I got a feeling it's going to be a dead ball unsportsmanlike. Well, the flag in the backfield was a late flag. The flag yeah. that's laying at the 39-yard line of Homestead was an in-play flag, and they waved that one off. Yeah, and Starks gets some help to the sideline. Well, that's a couple of key players. Defensively, <laughs> Carroll's lost Justin Anderson, and now they lose Nate Starks. And at yeah. this point in the season, Shannon, it's not even about the SAC race. Right. It's about the postseason, having these guys being helped to the sideline. Starks finally gets to the bench. He's going to sit down. Yeah, you're going to see Dewan uh, Green come in, about the same size as Starks, 5'8", 150, junior. And let's see, the penalty marched off, and they have the ball all the way back at the Carroll 41. Well, you're uh, right, it's a uh, personal foul. I believe sportsmanlike penalty against abs and now the question is does he stay in the game well that and it, it was a dead ball so the play's going to count so it should be second and 25 because yeah, right now they've still got first down but that's i think that's what the official officials are huddling about right now when right. did that occur did it occur during the course of the play or was it after the play 
It was certainly long after Solomon had thrown it. Building would be from the end of the previous play. That's what I, that's what it was. It was so they, they, they now have to march it from where the previous play ended. was down. Yeah, and Starks was down, what, somewhere near the 35, 34-yard yeah, line? Yeah, I was going to say it was close in that 35, 36-yard line. Because he got up as uh, when he was injured, he was laying at the 33. So I would say 33, 34. Yeah, I think, uh, I think someone got ripped here because they marked it. They marked it at the 45, and the math's not adding up. Carroll's getting over-penalized here if it was after the previous play. And you got two new kids in there in the backfield. Second down, 21. Drop back, Sullivan throwing over the middle. Wide open, Road makes the catch at the 35. Spins and gets tripped up by Wyatt Little inside the 30. They give him the 26-yard line. Yeah, that's just a mismatch out there with Rhodes, the tight end, on a linebacker. He has been a pleasant surprise for them this year at the tight end spot. 6'3", 204, and just nobody picked him up on that post route over the middle. Here's the handoff, big hole up the middle for Dewan Green. He'll take it to the 26-yard gain on a quick burst right up the middle for Green. He's in for the injured Nate Starks. Second down, four. They'll give it again to Green. Green's got a hole. Good blocking. Weaves through traffic inside the 10, the 5, touchdown. Green takes it 20 yards. <laughs> Scores his second touchdown of the year. Go ahead, And it's man. the second touchdown of the night for the Carroll Chargers. And they have opened up a 13 to nothing lead. The extra point coming up, and we are almost exactly <laughs> at the same time on the clock as we saw Snyder come out and look like they had full control of the football game a week ago, Shannon. Absolutely. And they're probably saying we got them right where we yeah. want them, but good for Green coming in off the bench and making a good run. Extra point. Barreto's kick is good. And we've got a 14 to nothing. Carroll Chargers lead, but do not go anywhere. Who knows what we've got ahead of us. Plenty of football still to be played here at the Gorsuch Athletic Complex. Carroll, 14. Homestead, nothing. 5.56 left first quarter. This is high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell gas station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell gas station. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Six minutes and four seconds into the game here at Carroll, and the Chargers have jumped out to a 14-0 lead over the Homestead Spartans. These teams coming in for Carroll offensively, they are averaging 31.8 points per game, while Homestead gives up 21.2 Homestead scoring 24.3, while the Chargers only give up 16.3. That's the best defensive average in the Summit Athletic Conference. Here is the kickoff. Low line drive kick taken by Fox at the two. 
Takes it up the hash mark on the right side across the 20 and tackled out of the 23-yard line. So that is a return of about 21 yards by Brett Fox. And the Spartans start at their own 23-yard line, trailing it 14 to nothing. But like we've mentioned, Shannon, Snyder jumped out, had two quick drives to go up 14 to nothing last week, and Homestead yeah. never let Snyder in the end zone again. Absolutely. And I tell you what was nice there was the way Jimmy Sullivan on these first two drives just looked. It's a fake handoff to Fox, and then they'll run an RPO, throw the screen to the wide receiver, and he dropped it. Ball was just a little wide of Swager out there, and that's going to go as an incomplete pass. Boy, they had what they wanted, though. Wow. So it's second down and 10, still at the 23-yard line for the Spartans. Yeah, the first two drives for Carroll's offense has been the most efficient I've seen them on the year, where they've really been in sync and not been bogged down by penalties or drop balls. Chargers show four-man front, and they come with the blitz. Blitz is picked up at first, but Lentz gets free. Late hit as White unloads it, but a bigger hit when the ball is caught only three yards downfield. Wow. William Jeffries on the hit there, the linebacker. Jeffries, a 5'10", 184-pound junior, had the coverage. White was really fortunate to get rid of it. The blitz came up the middle yeah. from Lentz, and White <laughs> was able to shimmy to his left. Lentz tracked him down just as he unloaded the football, but, man, the ball and the man arrived at the same time, and so it's a short gain of only about three yards from the 26. It is third down and seven. They'll line it up on the left hash with three receivers to the right, two receivers left, empty backfield, and a quarterback draw. Here goes White. Hit at the 30, falls forward. Going to be about three yards short of the first down, taken down at the 30-yard line. And so Homestead, for the second time, is going to have to line up to punt. Well, now we're off script. That, yeah. that, that's not what happened last week. Yeah. Last week, Homestead had a 69-yard drive after the 14-0 score, and that got them going. Here, no momentum gained on a three-and-out. And Henry Knipshire, the sophomore kicker, punts it away. And again, it's a very short kick. Fair catch called for. And it's right in the middle of a big pile of players. It deflects and goes out of bounds. Well, it's got to be a penalty because they blew Well, but the, the only thing is, the uh, how would you call the penalty? You had a, one Carroll player, two Homestead players, and the guy who called the fair catch was running up behind them. Well, think, Nobody hit the guy who called for the fair catch. Well, that's what I think they're trying. Uh, Holmes, or Carroll's coaches are trying to say that there was contact there, but evidently not. And but they're still going to get a great, another great spot. Yeah, the here. ball went out of bounds near midfield at the 49-yard line. So the Carroll Chargers start this drive at their own 49, already leading at 14 to nothing, with 4:16 remaining in quarter number one. I wonder if they take a shot here down the field. Sullivan, the junior quarterback, lines up in the shotgun with Green in the backfield. There's a short throw underneath, again, taking advantage of a deep cushion. Brady Road makes the catch around the Spartans 46, and then yards after the catch all the way to the 41. So just like that, a 10-yard gain and a first down. 
And you just can't play that soft because no. Jimmy Sullivan will pick you apart. Yeah, and it, it, that's what Homestead's going to have to decide here. First and 10 from the Spartans 41 for the Chargers. Run a quick out route. A sliding catch is made at the 36. That is a really nice catch by Green. You know, Green out of the backfield made that catch, showing that he not only can take it on the ground, but he can also go help you in the passing game. Now let's see what the flag is. It's near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it was late again. It came from the sideline after the catch, it would appear. They are, looks like they're spotting, are they spotting the flag? They picked it up, putting the flag away. Dead ball, personal foul on the offense. And they'll call a personal foul on the Carroll offense. Yeah, see, that's two. That's a live ball, personal foul. Yeah. Yeah. So it's still going to be first down. But they'll bring it on the other side of the 50 back to the Carroll 47 after the 15-yard step-off. Why I'm interested in who that uh, personal foul was on because he can't get too many as a player. Yeah, it was over there by Abs, but he was on that end of the line where the flag came in. But they didn't call out a player. That's what I think they're conversing right now. Yeah, right now the... Umpire and the referee are meeting right at the football at the 47-yard line, and they're talking about it. Who was it on? So they will return to their positions. Unless not a... You know, high school, they don't necessarily give you the number on the PA system. Now, we've heard them do that before. So it is second down, long way to go from their 47. Drops Sullivan, throws short over yeah, the middle. Good coverage, too good. Deaver <laughs> on a short underneath route, and Persley is going to get flagged for pass interference. Well, I, Shannon, I don't know about that call. I saw the Colts do the same thing to the Ravens last week, and they didn't throw a flag on that one. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, that's one of those where you reach out, you grab with one arm, and then you put the other arm in front of the receiver to try to deflect, deflect the football. But uh, the officiating crew here all over it, pass interference. So a march off, but not an automatic first down right. in high school. So they put it to the Homestead 42-yard line, where now it is second down and 11. <laughs> and we've been match- back and forth here this series. <laughs> After I just said about them having some consistency and not having the penalties, but uh, 14 to nothing game. Carroll leads. Carroll has the football. 3:43 remaining in the opening quarter, and the Chargers from the left hash have it at the Spartans' 42-yard line. And they will they will line up with a slot. And actually, there's going to be some more yards added to it. It's, <laughs> they're they got five up. more to march off. They're Let's mark it down to the 37. <laughs> they're making up for the last penalty that they gave Carroll too many yards. Yeah. <laughs> so now the Chargers have it at the 37. Drop back Sullivan looking to the right. Here comes the pressure. He'll tuck and run. Has to sprint to the near sideline, and he wins the foot race. Uh, but goes a, out of bounds, and there's a late hit. Yeah. A flag flies after the play. Sullivan went out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. Yeah, it's Joe McGuire. He's going to get flagged for a late hit. 
He was in the process of tackling, but you got to know where you're at on the field. He was the near side corner that came up in run support when Sullivan was chased out of the pocket. And really a good job by Sullivan. Mm -hmm. Not only did he escape the pressure, but he got out to the outside. Personal foul on the defense. And it's going to be 15 yards marched off against Homestead. So a lot of penalties back and forth on this drive. 3.35 on the clock. We're in the first quarter. Carroll has jumped out to a 14-0 lead, and now they're in the red zone. The ball is marched down to the 19-yard line where it's first and 10 from the left hash. Chargers go four wide to each side, and a single back, Dewan Green, lines up over the right shoulder of Jimmy Sullivan, the junior quarterback for the Chargers. Sullivan relays the play to Green, who's behind him, and now the snap and the give. Here Green, rolling it off the tackle. He's got running room. Inside the 10, he'll dive down to about the 7. A 12-yard gain by Green. And I'll tell you what, yeah. Green's been pretty exciting since he's entered the game for the injured Nate Starks. He's already got a touchdown from 20 yards out. That time he almost broke it the whole way again. Yeah, he's come in and, you know, does what a good backup does. He's ready to go and maybe not got a lot of reps this week, but he's ready to run. Right hash, first and goal from the seven. Fake the handoff, Sullivan keeps, and he is wrapped up with no gain at all. Really good defense of the middle. I think that was Anders Swihart, the nose tackle. We saw him play an excellent game last week, and then he made an excellent choice for his post-game dinner, <laughs> joining us at the Pizza Hut at Coventry, where had a nice conversation with him and a couple of other Spartans who came out to the post-game show. Well, that's all that publicity I've been giving you. He just got my... <laughs> well, he, got, he showed up and he got my vote for all-conference. Did he? I don't, even, I don't even have a vote. But I told him I did because I like seeing him out there at the Pizza Hut. Here's a shotgun. Sullivan rolls to the left, throws to rip. the end zone at the goal line, Ooh. going down low. It's incomplete. Ballman couldn't go down and scoop it right at the goal line over near the near side pylon. That well, Sullivan put it where only one guy was going to make the catch. Unfortunately, he put it too far that side, and Bauman just couldn't go down and get it before it skipped off the turf. So with yeah. 2.27 remaining in the quarter, clock stops, 14-0 Carroll, and now a third down and goal from about the nine-yard line. Well, that rolling to your left there, he really couldn't get his hips around to make a really good throw, and it kind of floated on him. Ball stays on the right hash with trip receivers to the left side of the formation. One receiver to the right, and a late timeout is called from the Carroll sideline. Well, they didn't like it. Didn't <laughs> like something because that was a... Uh, Pretty, pretty emphatic timeout yeah. being called aggressively by the offense. So with a third down and goal from the nine-yard line coming up for the Carroll Chargers, a 14-0 Chargers lead over the Homestead Spartans. We've got 227 remaining in the opening quarter, and you're listening to high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Fort Wayne Comets are proud to be sponsors of high school sports in the area. The Comets are celebrating their 72nd anniversary season and understand the importance of high school sports, not only for the school's student body, but for the culture of each school. The Comets encourage everyone to support their school's sporting events and all extracurricular activities. Good luck to all of our student-athletes on the field and, most importantly, in the classroom. 
This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Carroll Chargers have a 14-0 lead over the Homestead Spartans. 227 left in the opening quarter. And Carroll with a third down and goal at the nine. Jimmy Sullivan from the right hash. Puts two receivers split each side. Drops. Looks left. Now he'll roll to the left. Still on the roll being chased. Drops it off and he just gets rid of it. And he's kind of fortunate. There's not really a receiver all that close. But they're going to give him an incomplete pass. Not throw the flag for grounding. And it's going to be a fourth down and a field goal try coming up for Victor Burrito. Yeah, good job there by Homestead's defense finally getting a stop and, and forcing them to kick a, for a field goal here because getting had they gotten a touchdown, it would have been a ugly situation. It's going to be a 26-yard attempt from the right hash for the right-footed kicker. There's the snap. The set is down. The kick with plenty of distance, and it splits the uprights. It's good. 17 on the board, unanswered for the Carroll Chargers, who lead it 17 to nothing over the Homestead Spartans. 216 remains here in the first quarter. It's our high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. When injury strikes, count on the region's finest sports medicine physicians to get you back in the game quickly and safely. Dedicated to helping athletes at all levels, Parkview Sports Medicine's orthopedic partner, Ortho Northeast, provides specialized orthopedic care for all types of sports injuries, including ligament sprains and tears, cartilage injuries, joint issues, swelling, and more. Call 260-484-8551 or visit orthone.com to schedule an appointment. PSM and ONE Care that wins. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Two minutes, 16 seconds still remaining in quarter number one, and the Carroll Chargers have jumped out to a 17 to nothing lead over the Homestead Spartans. Got to be a bit concerning if you're Coach Chad Zolman that your team has done this two weeks in a yeah. row. Now, they were able to overcome on their home field last week against Snyder, but it looks like that uh, sent a message to Carroll. They were not going to let up on the gas. And they have had three possessions, gotten three scoring drives. They lead it 17 to nothing, and now the Chargers are set to kick it off to the Spartans. Well, this is an absolutely must get points drive for Homestead to get themselves back in it. Again, Dempsey will do the kicking. Here's the boot. High kick hanging and being taken at about the four by Fox. Right up between the hash marks across the 20. Fumble. And comes out to the 25 where the ball comes free and now there's a a pile of, let's see who's got it. Carroll is all saying they've got it and the worst possible thing for the Spartans is the officials agree with the Carroll Chargers. They've come up with the football. A fumble by Fox on the return. Now and now they're talking and now. they're giving it to Homestead. Well, oh, reverse wow. the call. 
It is a Homestead recovery, and the Spartans get it first and 10. Oh, big-time break for Homestead. Absolutely. they got to take advantage of it now. They'll start first and 10 at the 26. And I'm not sure what they called, if Homestead actually jumped on the football or if because uh, I don't think Fox was down. I thought that ball came out before Fox ever got close to hitting a knee. Yeah, it was out prior to him going to the ground, so I'm not sure what the uh, reasoning was, but like you said, huge break for Homestead here. They need to take a shot down the field. They'll go with a power formation, add an extra tight end, single receiver each side with a tailback. Fox, who gets the handoff, runs behind the right side of the line. Good running by Brett Fox across the 30 to the 33-yard line. That is a good seven yards by Brett Fox. That time they added to get numbers at the line of scrimmage. They added that extra tight end. They went to the two tights, and they balanced the front for Carroll, which gives them better angles and blocking. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't stay with it here as they opened the formation back up. Yeah, now they go with three wide, two to the left, one to the right. Fox the lone back. He'll get the handoff. And that time there is no running room. Spartans got beat at the line of scrimmage, and the Chargers take down Fox for no gain. Still at the 33, where now it's going to be third down and three for the Spartans. They have got to get something going here offensively. That's what ignited them last week was a good, executed offensive drive. So far, we haven't seen much more than three and outs for this Homestead Spartans defense for offense. Right, and, you know, they're just not in any form of rhythm at this point point and uh, they need a first down here 17 nothing carol last minute of quarter number one a third down and three from the 33 play action little out route caught and first down yardage down the sideline out of bounds at the 43 that's a nice play they go to leo markel Markwell, a uh, six-foot, 220-pound junior tight end. They faked the handoff and then slipped Markwell into the flat to the right. And he rumbled down the right sideline for first down yardage. It's an 11-yard gain. And at the 44, it is a very important first down for the Homestead Spartans. Yeah, nice play design there by Homestead. They're debating on the clock here unless they ran too many seconds off. But I'm not quite sure that... uh, Well, the play clock is down to one, so they're going to have to reset the play clock. Well, now they've reset the play clock. They've restarted the game clock. We're under 35 seconds. Shotgun snap for White. Not a lot of time for the Spartans here late in the first quarter. Handoff up the middle. Fox runs, and he gets out to the 47 after picking up three. Short gain, and Ethan Tranquil in on the stop for the Carroll Chargers. Now they don't have to run another play here at the end of the first quarter. Down to the last 12 seconds. The play just coming in. I think we might have seen the last play of quarter number one as the clock's down to five seconds. Homestead not lining up. So that is how our first quarter will end with the Carroll Chargers leading at 17 to nothing over the Homestead Spartans. Spartans have the ball near midfield when we start quarter number two next. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Hey athletes, are you looking to take your game to the next level? Look no further than Indiana Physical Therapy. Our expert team of sports performance specialists and personalized training programs will have you running circles around the competition. Injured or hurt on the field? Come see us. Our team of physical therapists are dedicated to helping you get back up to speed. With over 19 locations across Indiana, we can get you better, faster. Visit IndianaPT.com to schedule your appointment today. Indiana Physical Therapy. People go to get better. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. We're back to the field. The Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. All set to head to quarter number two here at the Gorsuch Athletic Complex on the campus of Carroll High School. Northwest Fort Wayne. It is 17 to nothing. The Carroll Chargers have the advantage as the second quarter starts with Homestead having the football at their own 40 Seven-yard line. Second down, about seven to go. Ball will be on the right hash. Single receiver each side. They do bring the extra tight end in. Fox, the lone running back. And Michael White, the quarterback. Long count, and then White looks over to the sideline. They might have changed the play. There's the snap. There's the give. Fox looks for a hole up the middle. Look at the shifty feet. Uh, Brett Fox taking it across midfield to the Carroll 48. That's a nice uh, nice gain of about uh, five, six yards. It's going to be third down, two to go. Yeah, they came back with that other that formation again in the same play. They will keep that double tight end set in there. Same play And again. run the same play. And Fox again gets through the as he... Reaches the 43-yard line of Carroll. That puts a little more stress on the way Carroll's defense is aligned because when you balance them up, they really can't do a lot of their shifting or playing to a side, and they're running that little counter scheme back into the short side of the field with a lot of success. Yeah, it seems like offensively they found the adjustments. The unfortunate part is the defense has allowed three scoring right. drives. Play action. White looks to throw. Can't. Now he sets up after nope. scrambling to his right. Ball deflected, and it was almost picked off. <laughs> I think it hit somebody's helmet. <laughs> well, that is a deflection. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it kind of ricocheted near the line of scrimmage as White threw it and went floating in the air and was very close to being picked yeah. to being picked <laughs> but it's an incomplete pass second down and 10 still at the 43 of carroll for the spartans who trail at 17 to nothing now they just didn't have anybody open there when you get into that formation it limits you some in the throwing game Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Ball's on the left hash. High snap. White goes up and gets it. Hands it to Fox. Nice hole up the middle for Fox. Spinning inside the 40 to the 38-yard line. It's a five-yard gain for Fox, and it makes third down much more manageable. It'll be third down and five from the Chargers 38. But you got to think, this is four-down oh, yeah. territory yeah. right here. Yeah, you're going to take two to get five yards, I guarantee you. But they do have the three wide in there. They aren't going to the double tight end here. Shotgun to the left hash, two receivers oh, right, man. one to the left. High snap, it bounces off the hand of White and then goes back inside Carroll's end of the 50. And it's jumped on by Michael White. They'll put it at the 49-yard line. And just like that, a wasted third down means it's not four-down territory because you're facing fourth down and about 18 to go, and you got to punt it away. 
Yeah, that didn't help the cause right there. And Steely came off the field limping pretty bad now. That's three for the deep, uh, for Carroll now that looks enabled. That was back-to-back high snaps. And yeah. again, another short punt. And Ooh. that almost bounced off the... The Carroll up man who was trying to get a block, it almost hit him right in the back. And, in fact, I think the Spartans tried to yeah. kind of push him into the punt, but the ball fell and never hit him. And he got a Carroll break out of that because if that ball would have ricocheted off him, Homestead had a number of white jerseys right there to jump on it. But instead, it's going to be first and 10 for the Carroll Chargers. And the ball spotted at the 29. Yeah, things you don't want to see. Anderson on crutches and Steely with a bad ankle. That doesn't make you feel any good. No. Right now they're up 17 to nothing, but looking at the big picture, here's a handoff. Green tries to bounce it wide, and the pursuit catches up with him. He never was able to turn it upfield, and he'll go down for maybe a yard loss. That's, you know, that's one of the things that makes green dangerous, but it's also one of those youthful mistakes. Yeah. You know, you, you think you see the edge, and probably up to this point, green's been able to beat most defenders around the edge. That time, Homestead stayed with him step for step and finally tackled him. It's a yard loss. And back at the left hash, second down, 11. Drop back, throw. Going over the top. They got Hefner behind the defense, but the ball is five yards out in front of him, incomplete. Yeah, he, uh... <laughs> Shannon, how many times do we say it? You just got to hang it up there yeah. and let your receiver run to it. That time, a little too much line drive on that throw. And it left it uh, well in front of Hanson Hafner, who had run a deep post and did beat his man in yeah. man-to-man coverage. Yeah, and yeah, that's one of those throws you expect Jimmy to make because of his touch. Third down, 11 to go from their own 20 or 27-yard line. Roll out to the right, a throw near sideline. Diving attempt by Hafner, but he can't quite get it. It's incomplete off his fingertips. Even if he held on, he was going to be out of bounds. The ball led him into the Carroll bench area. So an incomplete pass. It's fourth down and 11. Good job by the Spartans yeah, defense to get the ball right back. It's a punting situation for the Chargers. Well, you hope some some possible field position here, and you get the three and out, and now you got a chance to get it back in good field position. 8.53 left, second quarter, 17-0 the Carroll lead, and here's a short kick by Dempsey. But it takes a Carroll bounce and wow. a big Carroll bounce. It's going to roll dead at the 31-yard line. So that is a 41-yard kick with no return, and Homestead gets the ball after an exchange of punts at their own 31 Trailing 17 to nothing. Eight minutes, 41 seconds remaining in our first half here at Carroll. Yeah, that was a great bounce for him. And again, uh, helped in the field positional battle. And uh, right now, I do not see Steely out in the secondary. So they got some new bodies out there. Ball on the left hash. They brought in the extra tight end. And that means a give to Fox. He'll take it off the left end and... Move forward across the 35, knocked out of bounds, out close to the 38-yard line. That's a nice run. Yep. You know, you'll take seven yards every time. Absolutely. And, again, that's given them the best chance to run the football. 
And it almost looks like the type of play where you give it to Fox deep in the backfield. He sees the hole because we've seen him run in between uh, the tackles. That time we saw him bounce it off tackle. Second down and three from the 38-yard line. Homestead lined up on the left hash, put two receivers to the wide side right. Empty to the left, a wing to the right side of the formation. They're trying to get numbers, and they give it to Fox. A missed tackle, and Fox three for first down yardage. Out to the 45-yard line. That's seven on back-to-back carries for Brett Fox, and a first down for the Homestead Sparks. Hey, nice tackle by Lance again. That kid, I tell you, he is a really good football player. 8.20, clock is running. First and 10 for the Spartans. Ball centered between the hash marks. Carroll showing blitz. The linebackers started to come, and now Fox backs, or rather uh, White backs out, looks over to the sideline, gets the play call. And it's a drop back and a quick throw. Fade route on a deep sideline pattern near oh. side, and you're going to have pass interference. The corner reached out and dragged down the intended receiver. And that's going to be pass interference, a 15-yard penalty, and another first down for the Homestead Spartans. Man-to-man on the sideline. Homestead saw it. I don't know if they changed the play call, but I think they went to the right one. White Absolutely. laid it down the sideline and just let his receiver run to it. And I think, is that Brody Heck? Is that 88 on no. the near side? Well, that was uh, uh, Moore. That's Liam Moore. Yeah, yeah. 18, yeah, not 88. Yeah. So yeah. that, uh, that's Liam Moore that was running one-on-one against the Chargers' corner. That was Josh Tiller out there on the coverage, a sophomore, 5'10", 151. And going back to what you said, they got the matchup they wanted. Had he not tackled him almost, I think they walk in the end zone. First and 10, and they'll put the ball at the Carroll 40. Homestead, again, a high snap. Mike went up, White went up and got it. Gives the ball to Fox right up the middle, and the big push by the offensive line takes Fox inside the 37 to the 36. That is a four-yard gain, and that was all about a good push-up run by that offensive line yeah. at Homestead. Yeah, you can tell they, they, they're feeling comfortable with that formation and being able to know who their assignment is and block for. Now, the center, we've seen this before from Homestead, is a little erratic right now with these snaps. Again, no receiver lined up to the left. Two receivers to the right, a wing to the right. Play action. White will keep it. And then run out of room as the defender came off the receiver and attacked White. He didn't expect that. and He had to just flip it and throw it away. I think White thought the defender was going to stay with the Spartans def- uh, receiver out there. Instead, he came off his receiver and chased down White before White could really plant the feet. That left-handed throw rolling to the yeah. right, That's that and was I, the difference. I think that was an RPO because had he given it to Fox, it was a big play. Third down, about six to go. The ball at the Carroll 36-yard line. Last seven minutes, 11 seconds. Second quarter, 17-0 Chargers, slant route, Liam Moore, and at the 30, it's knocked away. Pretty accurate throw, but it was into some coverage. Moore couldn't hold on, and so now you've got a fourth down and six. This is one of those uh, spots on the field, Shannon, where you may go for it, down 17 to nothing. 7.07 yes. left in the first half. 
You've got fourth down and six. You're at the Chargers 36-yard line. Yeah, the, the scoreboard dictates that you go for it here on the field position because you've got to find ways to get points here now. Three wide, single back Fox. And they'll go play action, throw over the middle. Man open and caught at the 15, the 10, the 5, missed tackle. And it's a touchdown. Kale Swagger of the Homestead Spartans. A beautifully thrown football by Michael White and a huge score for Homestead to try to work their way back into this game. Yeah, that was that little post route we saw that they ran against Snyder last week with a lot of success. Great throw by uh, by White, and uh, he dropped it in there, and then Swagger did all the rest. I mean, a good good play on fourth and six to get the points. Yeah, you hope the two safeties kind of split wide to give you a spot up the middle, and that ball right on target, in stride. And now the extra point. Low line drive, and it hooks to the left. A missed kick by wow. Henry Knipscher. He is now 17 of 20 in extra points this year. And it's 17 to 6. Exactly seven minutes remaining. Eric Carroll. We're in quarter number two. 17 6. Chargers leading it over the Spartans. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Friday means football, and football means wings. Kitchen fried and never oven dried, Pizza Hut's boneless wings are crispy, delicious, and for a limited time only, 75 cents each. Yep, I said 75 cents each. Toss in one of nine different sauces and dry rubs, Pizza Hut's boneless wings bring a burst of flavor without breaking the bank. Tasty, crispy, and 75 cents each. Try Pizza Hut's boneless wings today. Football is wing season. Hurry, limited time only, and only at Pizza Hut. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Are we seeing a replay of what we saw a week ago? Snyder jumped out on Homestead 14 to nothing last week. Spartans won it in overtime. Now you've got Carroll jumping out to the 17 to nothing first quarter lead, but the Spartans with life after a big pass play, a 38-yard connection for a touchdown. And it's 17 to 6, seven minutes left in the second quarter. Definitely much needed for Homestead to get on the board there because otherwise it was going to be a tough sledding the rest of the way. Now you've got Knipscher with the ball teed up, ready to kick off. And it's going to be a high kick that hangs and is returnable from the five near sideline. 20, 25, got a block. 40, 45, knocked out of bounds. It was a big-time return, and I'm trying to see the number of that one. I think it uh, was it Green that made the return. Yeah, 13. Oh, 13 is Shaley. Yeah. So that's a uh, big return yeah, for uh, Griffin Shaley. All the way out to the 46-yard line. So the 41-yard return, and Carroll's got great field position trying to answer the touchdown from Homestead. Shotgun snap, Sullivan drops from the pocket, looking to throw, has to hesitate, finally throws it late on a comeback route to Road, and that's not much of a gain. Road does make the catch, but only picking up a yard to the 47. Homestead's got three timeouts left here, and 
I would be doing my best to get myself in a position to get the ball back. Second down, nine to go from their own 47. Uh-oh. Oh, play action. There's nobody in the backfield with Sullivan. He handed it to <laughs> nobody, and now he takes off running. Wow. He'll scramble for first down yardage inside the Spartans 40. That may have froze everybody trying to figure <laughs> out it was the Statue of Liberty play, but there was no back in, in the backfield with Sullivan. Yeah, there was a miscommunication <laughs> on the formation, and that is a bad feeling as a quarterback when you go to hand off and there's nobody there. He held the ball out just froze and it's like there is no one with him and That's he continued right. to hold it out like he was expecting somebody to come <laughs> almost like we went into uh, we froze in time there for a minute <laughs> finally Sullivan takes off on a big scramble that makes it into the playbook that's right little out route about six yards downfield caught right at the sideline by Bauman and that's going to be a gain of about five yards second down short five to go with the ball just inside the Spartans 34. Yeah, we'll have to see if we ever find Carroll running that play again where you hold the ball out, but there's nobody that's ever going to take it because you're all by yourself. Sullivan, quick throw, little seam route, five yards downfield. They find Brady Road on the connection. It's going to be a first down as he falls forward to the 27-yard line. It's, uh, that's one of those plays where you almost read it at the line of scrimmage. Yes. Road goes five yards, kind of stops and turns, and the ball's on its way. Yeah, you can run. First and ten. Throw late over the middle. They go to Road. Not a big gain again. Now, the problem is Road is not running a lot of deep routes. He's open, but if they don't throw it to him right when he turns around, he's coming back to the line of scrimmage to make the catch, and that ends up being yeah. a completion, but only a four-yard gain. Second down and six. The ball is at the 23. Well, like you were saying, you can read that second-level linebacker, and that time, I would imagine Jimmy should have given it on the run play. Now they're going to go to five wides here on second and medium. Two to the right, three to the wide side left. And a quarterback draw. Sullivan up the middle. Big space. Sullivan inside the 15. Dives forward to the 12. A gain of 11 for Sullivan. And that's one of those things, I think, when you put out that formation and a coach takes note of where the defense lines up against a formation, and they knew that Sullivan would have some room to run. A quick quarterback draw up the middle. you got a first time and 10 now for the Carroll Chargers. Under five minutes remain. Here's a fade route. Back corner of the end zone. Ball hangs in the air, and there's a collision. Down goes the receiver, and in comes the flag. Again, man-to-man coverage in the deep back corner of the end zone. As Sullivan threw it from the right hash all the way to the left corner, and the ball just held in the air forever. That time, he really put some air under it, and I think the Spartans defender expected it to get there a little sooner because he ended up tackling the intended target, who I think might have been Bauman back in that corner. Well, let me say something here. <laughs> Sullivan had a shoe problem before the snap of that ball, so he took his shoe and he threw it almost to the left hash. <laughs> and then he threw it up, you know, uh, pretty quickly there. He's lucky he didn't come down on his foot. And that's why I was saying they should have called a timeout there because that's an equipment issue. So it is now a 
first and four because of half the distance right. you don't get the first down out of that pass interference first and four from the seven shotgun for sullivan and the give to the oh. running back oh a missed tackle in the backfield and now green looking for the end zone stood up around the two but that'll be enough for a first down so it's going to be first and goal for the carroll chargers yeah, I don't know who missed the tackle, but he could have had him for a big loss. Dewan Green is the tailback. Sullivan tried a quarterback sneak, and I think he just got stood up and pushed backwards. There was no surge by that Carroll offensive line. Credit Homestead defensively up front yeah, with Brown, Swihart, Caleb Evans. Those guys just pushed the offensive line for Carroll back into Sullivan, and it's no game. Second down and goal from the two. Yeah, with Steely being out, they lose that part of their offense and the, what they like to do here. Yeah, with that Wildcat yeah. or the full house backfield. Right. And you don't have Hafner as well. And now they're going to have to hurry up here because the clock's running on them. Two backs in the backfield with Sullivan. They add a fullback, and Sullivan will keep it. And again, Sullivan is stripped down. And he won't get back to the line of scrimmage. Might have lost a half a yard near the two and a half where it's third down and goal. Good job penetration-wise for Homestead. They just busted in the backfield, went right to the ankles of Sullivan and tripped him up before that play could ever develop on the quarterback run off right tackle. Yeah, they tried to do what Steely normally does with uh, Jimmy in there, and he's kind of hippy yeah, on that left foot. Well, they went right in and, and tackled him low. And it wasn't a dirty tackle. No. They just went down low to try to trip him up. And, you know, that's one of those where you get hit right as your cleat sticks in this turf. And you don't know what's going to happen to the ankle, the knee, or any other right. part of the leg. And Sullivan is feeling that one a little bit. Carroll's going to have to be forced to take a timeout. 312 remains. We're in quarter number two. It is a 17-6 Carroll lead over the Homestead Spartans. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Dealing with joint pain, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walk-In Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Ortho Express gives you access to expert orthopedic physicians when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatment, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walk-in clinic. Located at the Parkview Sport One Fieldhouse in Fort Wayne and next to the Kroger in Huntington, Ortho Express is open Monday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Friday 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Fort Wayne. Call 260-266-4007 for more. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week, only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Three minutes, 12 seconds remain before halftime here at Carroll with the coach, Shannon Griffith. I am Brett Rump. It's Carroll leading at 17-6, but the Chargers threatening third down and goal. From about the two-and-a-half-yard line. Ball on the right hash, and they will bring a full-house backfield to join Sullivan. They'll give it to the second back. It's Green, and Green is going to be met in the backfield, and then he somehow squirms out oh of the grasp of three Spartan defenders, takes it into the end zone, touchdown. Three Spartans all over Green in the backfield, and the little running back who is in for Nate Stark scores his second touchdown of the night and takes it in 
what should have been a loss of about four yards, maybe five yards, ends up being a touchdown, and the Chargers have taken a 23-6 lead. Incredible effort there by Green, and found a way to get it in the end zone. Good snap. Here's the extra point kick. It is up, and it is good by Burrito. And we've got a 24-6 Chargers lead. A good job by Carroll answering the touchdown scored by the Spurs. 3-0-4 remains before halftime. It's the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, high school sports fans, Jim Cruzy at Cruzy Automotive Service is a big sports fan just like you and supports the high school football broadcast you're listening to right now. For service and maintenance on your vehicle, any brand, any model, contact Cruzy Automotive Service on Lima Road behind the Shell Gas Station. And don't forget to ask about the 1990 oil change special. That's Cruzy, K-R-U-S-E, Automotive Service on Lima Road, north of Wallen, south of Till, right behind the Shell Gas Station. Now back to... The- of Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 18-point lead for the Carroll Chargers over the Homestead Spartans is 24-6 with 3.04 still on the clock before halftime. Don't forget, coming up at halftime. On the Hoopy Fieldhouse Halftime Report, we've got the H&K Chevrolet Scoreboard with D.C. Hendricks. They're back in the studio. We'll get updated on all of the Northeast Indiana high school football action. And, of course, after the game, join us for all the post-game reaction. This will be at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut for the Indiana Physical Therapy High School Football Post-Game Show. Here's the kick, and it is taken at the one, but he backs into the end zone, so that will bring it out to the 20 on an automatic touchback. Yeah, he kind of got his back foot into the end zone there. Now, it's a beautiful moon, and I don't know what the name for the moon is. It's the second full moon of the month. Looks like a great big orange in the sky. A glow ball, a glow orange. Kind of a reddish. We're looking right into it. Yes, we are. Beautiful view. So it's uh, Homestead first and 10 at their own 20. And, you know, the Spartan fans find themselves down by 18 on the scoreboard. And they don't even get the good view of the beautiful moon. (laughs) Shotgun snap. White will give it to the tailback. Fox up the middle. Fox pounds. Gets out to about the 25. Maybe just across the 25. 25 and a half. That's about five and a half yards on first down. But... You know, it looks like what Homestead has found as a weakness in this Carroll defense is the run game with that double tight end. But 18 points down, yeah, how you, long can you stick with it? Yeah, you can't uh, stick with it too long. You're going to have to find ways to open it up. Down to two and a half minutes. There's the snap, and it will be again the give to Fox. He finds a hole. Fox at the 30, 35, across the 40. Tripped up, taken down by the uh, safety, Joseph Nuttle, who's filled in at safety. He moved back from his corner spot where he is uh, in for Braden Steely, who is out injured. Yeah, injuries could be a big part of this story after the game is over. Braden Steely, Justin Anderson, and Nate Starks have all left this game injured for the Carroll Chargers. First and 10 out at the 41. 
Again, it is Fox. He'll try to go wide left and not much there. 43-yard line, a gain of two. They might give him the 44. Nope, about 43 and a half. Split the difference. About a two and a half yard gain. We're under two minutes to play in the first half. Spartans down by 18 and seem to be in no hurry. Yeah, it's. They did defer on the coin toss. Yeah, They'll they, get the second half kick, but. That's what I was saying. If they could get something here prior to half. From the left hash, second down. Long seven, handoff, Fox looking for a hole behind the right side of the line. He gets across the 45 and is wrangled down near the 47-yard line. So he does pick up positive yardage, but again, the clock won't stop. It continues to run, ticking down toward a minute left here in the first half. Spartan still shy of the 50 at their own 47. This is a third down and about three and a half to go. Handoff Fox. Good hole again on the left side of the line. We've seen that same play and we've seen the same result. Fox takes it inside the Carroll 45. Picked up about seven or eight on that play. And I'm not exactly sure what kind of a blocking scheme that Homestead is using on that coach, but it just seems to split wide open and there's no linebacker to come up and right. fill that gap. Well, they're getting their double team, so you're getting that block down and kick out philosophy with two guys pulling around the horn there and they're getting it to the point where it goes either inside or outside and Fox is doing a good job of reading it. Now what they've got to do is find a way to come back to that touchdown pass that they throw to Swaggart there on the post route. They need to come back with something to try to get some points here on the board because it'd be much better being down maybe 10 points at halftime as opposed to what they are right now. Is a timeout on the field. One minute exactly remaining in our first half. Carroll leads it 24-6 to over the Homestead Spartans. Carroll and Homestead, both 3-1 and one yeah. in the SAC race. Spartans had a heartbreaker. They had one that got away against the Bishop yes, Wenger Saints. That's one of those what-if games <laughs> after they got the upset win last week over Snyder. Carroll lost to Snyder almost a similar fashion. Here is play action. White looks to throw. They'll go to that yeah. post route over the middle. And that time the linebacker got back and intercepted it. It is picked off. I think Jeffries was the one who came away with the pick. William Jeffries, the junior linebacker, read it all the way. Just dropped in front of the receiver on that post. White underthrew it. And Jeffries makes the pick. Carroll gets the football at the 41-yard line with 51.5 seconds remaining before halftime. Yeah, I'm sure Coach Skelton was saying, like, we're going to come to it, but you can't stare him down. And if he's not there, young man, throw it away or go to your second progression on that one. 24-6, Chargers lead it, but they've got the ball at the 41, and they've got Jimmy Sullivan in the gun. He'll drop, look to throw, setting up a screen, and there's some miscommunication because DeJuan Green did not know that ball was coming his direction. He never turned his head, and the ball sails right past him, incomplete. Swinging out of the backfield, and 
He was open, Shannon. That's a tough thing. Is uh, you know, if you're a running back and you get that wide open when you swing out of the backfield, I'd look at my quarterback anyway. I don't care what the yeah. play says. Well, I think it may have been the old hook and ladder play because he was trying to time it up with Hafner. Here's a keeper for the 40 of Homestead, taking it down to the Spartans' 30. Big run of 29 yards by Jimmy Sullivan, and I'm not sure if that was him just seeing he had numbers on that left side of the line because there was no delay at all. Shotgun snap and an immediate run by Sullivan to pick up 29, first and 10. Drop back Sullivan, throwing near sideline, going up, high-pointing it was Hafner, and he couldn't pull it down. Boy, what a touch throw. Just yes. over the corner, and he got it there before the safety had come all the way to the sideline. But Hafner went up and couldn't quite hold on. 29.4 seconds, clock stops, second down and 10. And the ball rests at the Homestead Spartans 30. Yeah, we, again, we know that Sullivan can run it. We just haven't been exposed to it because they really don't want him to run it. But he's a talented kid, and you saw it there. Four wide, two each side. Single back is green. Drop back, Sullivan looking to throw. Here comes the pressure. The pocket collapses, and Sullivan goes down. Right at the line of scrimmage, he was able to fall forward. It'll go as maybe a one-foot loss, and a generous stat man would give Homestead a sack on the play. But at 2.34 or 23.4 seconds left, we have got a timeout, and Carroll has taken it. So now, again, it would be about a 47-yard yeah. field goal try from right here. Probably it's third down and 10, and the ball sits just outside the 30. Yeah, you got to probably get it inside the 25 to have a chance at potentially a field goal. Well, they've got a kicker that has the leg. It Absolutely. just depends. Do they use Burrito or do they use uh, Dempsey? Dempsey, the kickoff guy, more of a deep kicker. Burrito, the extra point guy. But, you know, at this point, they'd like to add points. They're up by 18. Yes. To get three, you're up 21. You're up three touchdowns. Yeah, it helps you because, like we said, Homestead will get the ball the first drive of the second half. Well, right now we've got an 18-point game, so it's a three-score contest regardless of how this half ends. Lined up, third and ten from the 30. Drop back Sullivan. They send a four-man rush. They drop seven. Ed Sullivan breaks away from the pocket, scrambles over to the left, and he'll be wrestled down when he gets down about the 25, a five-yard gain. It's going to be fourth down and five. Well, let's see where they spotted. But they put this all the way back at the 27. Not a favorable spot. And Carroll is going to go for it on fourth down, and then a bad exchange to Sullivan. He drops the ball, has to jump on it on the turf, and the clock gets to zero. Well, ugliness on that final play. Yeah. And the problem really was that Carroll was out of timeouts. Yes. So they couldn't take the timeout. And then on fourth down, you can't really clock the football either. So you're kind of stuck. That third down play, you had to get out of bounds. And Sullivan didn't. So we reached halftime here at Carroll. At the Gorsuch Athletic Complex on the campus of Carroll High School, the Chargers 24 and Homestead 6. Homestead's got some, some work to do, but they will get the first 
drive of the second half after deferring the opening coin toss. If you're Chad Zolman, what do you expect of this offense and what do you come out trying to do to establish the tone and the tempo of the second half? Well, I talked to Coach Skelton on my way back up uh, the elevator and on that inter- on that interception, the wideout actually ran the wrong route. So first and foremost, you got to learn to run the right route because if you run it wrong and it gets intercepted, that's not good. But I think they've got to continue with what they were doing that gave them positive yardage, but find ways also to... Uh, throw the football off of that on those early downs. But they need unfortunately on this drive here they really need to get points to get themselves back in it. What we can see on the near sideline is an injury update. Justin Anderson is on crutches. He is not going to return obviously tonight. Trying to see if we can get a update on Brayden Steely because Nate Starks is down here. He's on the stationary bike. Yeah. And right now he's uh, loosening up the legs. It looks like he's got helmet on, Shannon. Yeah. Uh, although the job that DeWan Green did in that first half, I'm not sure if Carroll's in any hurry to get Nate Starks back into the game because DeWan Green, all he did was come in, score two touchdowns and a couple of fabulous plays. He's been a real spark for the Chargers and that running game that has been a bit of a problem for Carroll. They found, that's one thing that they found tonight. They just found ways to run it, which is imperative that they continue to do, irregardless of who's out there, because when you get that, they got some great opportunities to get the ball down the field. Steely, without his helmet, sitting on the bench, so it does not look like Steely's going to be back. Here's the kick taken at the goal line. Here it comes up the middle of the field. Nice seam across the 30 and down at the 34-yard line. That's a nice return. And I'm trying to see. I think that's Fox with the return. Fox, a nice return of 34 yards. And it'll be first and 10 for the Homestead Spartans at their own 34-yard line to start this second half with Carroll leading at 24-6. Yeah, they're going to have to find how we can get the ball into Fox's hands and then dink it and uh, throw it out of their two back sets. And they will start with that double tight end set. A wing to the left side from the right half. Shotgun snap, and they're going to throw out of it. No, they'll fake the throw, and it's a keeper by White. Runs behind right tackle and just falls forward across the 35 after a two-yard gain. Definitely not what they expected. I, I believe that when they set up that formation, they were expecting a little more space and maybe a little more bite by the linebackers right. to follow Fox. And instead, they stayed at home and they tackle White after just a two-yard pickup. Second down and eight from their own 36. White will give it to Fox. He'll bounce it wide right, have the first down. Down the sideline he goes, and he might have gotten horse-collared as he got out of bounds. Looking for a flag, he went down kind of awkwardly as he got out of bounds, just shy of midfield. Well, correction, they're going to put him at the 46, so well short of midfield, but plenty of distance for the first down on a 10-yard gain by Brett Fox. Yeah, the, the both offensive tackles for Homestead have done a really good job on their defensive ends tonight to let them get to 
to the outside, and then, of course, the wide receivers have done good in, in blocking in space. From the right hash, single receiver, wide each side, and it is the give again to Fox. Same play. Oh, he's through the hole. 40, 35, knocked out of bounds. And another 19-yard pickup by Britt Fox. What vision? When to shift toward the outside, he's got such terrific vision going through the hole, and that time he exploded for a 19-yard gain and a first down for Homestead at the Carroll 36-yard line. Again, those offensive linemen are doing a great job getting movement. they got to continue to do it. First and 10, and they will give it on the same play. Fox, again, a nice hole right side of the line. Fox all the way to the sideline, knocked out of bounds after picking up a first down and a 12-yard gain inside the 25. But we do have a flag right near where he went out of bounds. And it may have been a hole leading the play. Let's see. The flag is downfield 12 yards right where he went out of bounds. Yeah. Didn't see a late hit. No, and I, I say, uh, like you thought there before, it may be a hold or block in the back. Yeah. That's what they didn't need that. It is a block in the back. Now, it's still first down. Yeah, it's a spot foul, so it'll be first down, but instead of first and ten, they're going to pick up a few yards out of this. Yeah. It's going to be first down, about seven to go. <laughs> kind of crazy. Yeah, with the ball at the 33-yard line. Go under ten minutes left, third quarter. Carroll leads at 24-6. to Homestead trying to make a statement to start this second half. Yeah, what they're doing is they're getting uh, there. They rolled the safety down there. Yeah, now they start to jam the box a bit. And they'll throw it. And, oh, he had his man on that little post route, kind of a short post. But he got behind the linebackers, was open, and White threw it toward his feet. Just didn't get it quite far enough. Yeah, I don't know. And that was, was uh, that was Marquell that, uh, mm -hmm. that got open on that. But, again, they did exactly what they wanted. They sucked up the defense, brought the extra safety into the box, and then went over the top of them. Absolutely. Second down, seven to go. And this time they'll give it to Fox. Immediately he bounces it wide right, gets the edge, down the sideline white, tight roping his way to the 21-yard line. First down. And that'll be a first down. It's a 12-yard gain for Fox. I don't know how he stayed in bounds. He immediately burst to that edge, but then he just ran the tightrope down the sideline to stay in bounds and get the first down. Yeah, see, they're really exploiting that short side against uh, Carroll. At the 21-yard line, and it's a read option. Keeper for White after he faked the handoff to Fox, and White dives inside the 20, takes it to the 18 on a three-yard gain by the Homestead quarterback. Second down and seven. And now the Spartans in the red zone. Clock ticks down. Just over nine minutes left in our third quarter. Carroll leads it 24-6. It is second down and seven from the Chargers, 18. Shotgun snap. They stick with the double tight end set. Single back is Fox. Three yards behind White. White. Gives to Fox, left side of the line this time. He's through the hole, but he's wrapped up by the linebacker. Wrestled down at the 15. Another three yards on the ground for the Homestead Spartans. And running back Brett Fox is going to bring up a third down. About three and a half, maybe, maybe four to go, but a short four. 
in what might be four-down territory for the Spartans. Yeah, absolutely. And it'll be interesting to see what they do here if they come back into this boundary. And here comes the safety up in the box. And they're still going to give it to Fox. And he threw the hole. Fox inside the 10, knocked down at the 8-yard line. One man had a chance to save the touchdown, and he did. But Fox with a good burst. And, boy, you've got that stacked box, and you still have big holes to run through. That's a terrific job by the Homestead Spartans offensive line. Well, they're getting up to that, that you know, the, the, the safety coming down. It's a mismatch with the tackle wrapping around there, blocking him. First and goal from the eighth. Homestead on the left hash, two tight ends. You've got Moore, the wide receiver to the left, single receiver to the right. And it's going to be a fake to Fox. Now a keeper for White, dancing around the right side of the line. And too much dancing and not enough progress. White goes down, and it's a loss of a yard back to the nine-yard line. Loss on the play. That's all about the timing. You know, those blocks, you, you hit through the hole just as that block is set, and you got a nice little seam to run through. But Fox, or White just takes too much time. Second down and goal. Ball is on the left hash. Receiver out each side. Extra tight end, so you got a tight end on each side. And a drop back. White looks to throw. Receiver fell down, and he threw it right to the corner, who makes the interception at the goal line. The receiver went to run, kind of a quick slant, and he slipped down, and the ball, which would have been on target if his receiver stayed on his feet, ends up being thrown right into the numbers of the of the corner who had coverage, interception, Carroll, and that's a painful one for Homestead. Absolutely. That was Bardwell that slipped on that slant route, which I believe they would have had. And uh, unfortunately, that's a bad luck scenario for the Spartans because driving looked like you're going to get yourself back in the game and big turnover. Tough field position now for Carroll, and the Spartans defense has to shake that off. Try to get a quick three and out, get the ball back. Sullivan will take the shotgun snap in his own end zone, and he's going to look to throw. Does far sideline. Ballman on a little out route at the sideline, a four-yard gain to the eight-yard line. Maybe yeah, about four yards to the seven or eight, and it's going to be second down, about six to go. Yeah, the only good thing about that is that they got the ball <laughs> deep in their territory. From the seven-yard line, shotgun snap, empty backfield, a keeper for Sullivan. He's through the initial hole. Sullivan across the 20, missed tackle, 30, 35, far sideline, chased out of bounds near midfield. A big run by Sullivan on the quarterback keeper right up the middle. They will say he stepped out at his own 46, but that's a 39-yard gain for Sullivan. He is putting up some big numbers on the ground in this game. Yeah, they run that little, it's kind of like a quarterback trap up inside there, and he split it multiple times, and huge play at the right time for Carroll. The safety, the kind of the last man back, came up, missed him, and they finally chased Sullivan down, but not after the big gain. On first and 10 from the 46, handoff to Dewan Green, and he's engulfed after about a yard pickup. Second down and nine. The ball moves out to the 47. 
Six minutes left, third quarter. 24-6, Carroll with the lead here on their home turf. Two receivers left, one receiver right, and uh, early movement on the Carroll Chargers, and that's going to be a five-yard march-off. The flag flies in from our near side judge. Yeah, there's no no question that uh, they wanted to get Jimmy involved in some of their quarterback running game, which has been their... Uh, saving grace because that's what they've needed and I'm surprised they haven't gone to it earlier than to this game. Carroll leads it 24 to 6. 5.30 left third quarter. Clock running. Lining up with a second and 14 from the 42. Sullivan in the gun. Green the lone back. Quick throw. And in the short cushion over on the left flat. It's caught in a, in a good gain across the 50 going down at the 47 yard line. That's going to set up a third down and pretty manageable third down and three from the Homestead side of the 50 at the Spartans 47 yard line. Yeah, that was a, had to be a coverage mistake because there was absolutely nobody out there on the slot. From the left hash, trip receivers to the right, and again, a run by Sullivan. He's going to have the first down, escapes a tackle at the 43, goes inside the 40, all the way to the Spartans' 37-yard line. 10-yard gain by Sullivan. Great call there on that particular run play as they Homestead was bringing the pressure. Nobody accounts for the quarterback when you're manning up a lot. At the 37-yard line of Homestead, it is first and 10 for Carroll. Drop back, Sullivan looking to throw, throws right, and a stop route completed to Hafner. Now look at Hafner, break away from tackles inside the 15, down to the 10. It's going to be first and goal from the 10-yard line for the Carroll Chargers. And there you see that extra 18 pounds of muscle that Hafner put on in the offseason, paying dividends. He just pulled away from a couple of would-be tacklers, got extra yardage. Shotgun snap. Fake the handoff. Keeper Sullivan right up the middle. He just dives to about the eight. A two-yard gain for the Carroll quarterback. It will be second down and goal from the eight-yard line. Yeah, that one looked a little bit discombobulated up front and everything there. It wasn't as clean as it has been. Well, remember, Dewan Green is in for Nate Starks at running back. They have not had the reps together. No. Minimal at best. Shotgun, drop back, Sullivan looking. Now he's going to scramble to the left. He's being chased all the way to the far sideline. He'll pump fake and then keep it down the sideline inside the five. He gets chased out at the four. Nice four yards. Sullivan had to run a long way from the right (laughs) hash all the way to that far sideline, but he was able to beat defenders around the corner and gets to the four where it is now third down and goal. Carroll looking to add to a 24-6 lead. Hersley ended up running down there, and Jimmy wanted one of his receivers who was running kind of a shallow end uh, to whip out of it. Had he done that, he would have been wide open. Ball at the four-yard line. It is third and goal. Sullivan lines up in the gun. Dewan Green behind him. Roll out to the right. Sullivan looks. Throws, and it's at the feet of Hafner over near the pylon on the near side. 
and incomplete. Now it's going to be fourth and goal, and here comes the field goal unit for the Carroll Chargers trying to tack on three points. Yeah, see, you lose what they had in their run game with uh, Steely down there, and it's it makes it a little bit more difficult because you really don't have anything to go to. Victor Burrito will set the tee down at the 11-yard line. It's a 21-yard attempt from the left hash for the right-footed kicker. Brady Road will hold. Here's the snap, the set. The kick is up, plenty of leg, and the kick is good. Add three more for the Carroll Chargers, who now lead it 27-6 over the Homestead Spartans with 3.32 remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza is proud to announce that in addition to tuxedo and suit rentals, they now offer a line of tuxedos, suits, shirts, and ties for purchase. They're geared to the budget-minded wedding party who prefers to own their items instead of renting. These suits are great for the young adult who wants a sharp look for semi-formal or other dressy event. Available in a variety of colors and fits, your friends at Christopher James have you covered. Christopher James Menswear in Covington Plaza, where service and style are always in fashion. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Three minutes, 32 seconds remaining in the third quarter. And after the interception at the goal line, Carroll takes advantage. Goes the length of the field, finishes it off with a 21-yard field goal by Victor Burrito. And the Chargers now lead it 27-6. to What a flip of this game and the momentum. You know, Homestead had a chance to get themselves right back in it, taking the second half kickoff, getting it all the way to an end goal situation. And unfortunately, a Spartan receiver slipped, went to the turf, and the throw then sailed right into the numbers of the Chargers' corner who intercepted it. And Carroll's offense... Takes advantage. Here's the kickoff at the three on the far sideline. Bringing it toward the middle of the field. It's Fox across the 15, the 20, and finally down out near the 28-yard line. Well, there's no question who's been the player of the game for Homestead again this night, and that's Brett Fox. He's done a little bit of everything tonight. His running game and, of course, the returns. And uh, we've seen him the last two weeks. He's really looked good. Well, what's amazing, Fox is only 5'9", 155, although Coach Zolman told me on the postgame last week, he does swear by 160. <laughs> but the ability to run inside and outside with speed, yeah, pretty he, impressive for yeah, Fox. Yeah, he's got a little thickness to him. Ball on the right hash, shotgun snapper White. He's going to throw, and he does on a little slant over the middle. It's caught out near the 35-yard line. That is Swagger. 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 I'm sorry, Swagger. I got corrected on the pronunciation. It is Hale Swagger who made that catch on that quick little slant over the middle. It's a gain of about five, second down five, from their own 35-yard line. Drop back White again, looks to throw. Now he's going to tuck it and run, heads for the far sideline. He's going to have the first down across the 40, and he will slide at the 45-yard line. After picking up 10 yards, a first down for the Spartans with 2.48 on the clock. 
in the third quarter. The Spartans getting desperate to get some points on the board, trailing 27 to 6. They may have been able to get a few more yards, but a nice job nonetheless and got the first down. First and ten, two receivers, wide to the left, one to the right, drop back white. They're going to set up a screen over the middle. It is taken by Fox. There's a flag in the backfield. Might have a late hit against Carroll yeah. on Fox or on uh, White as Fox takes it to the 50-yard line. And now we'll check on the flag. It is right where White delivered that little screen pass over the middle. And, of course, on a play like that, the linemen give a pump or two and then let the guy come in clean. Sometimes that's too tempting when you <laughs> when you know you got the quarterback in your sights. He dumps off that screen and you follow through, and it might be a late hit here against the Carroll Chargers. Yeah, I believe you're correct, and it's going to it would be marked off from the, where the ball ended. It'd be tagged on to the. Well, it's going to go back because it was in play or during the play, so they'll go back to the line of scrimmage and then march off 15 yards. Yeah, but I would think that you would get the benefit of the play plus the yardage. But, I mean, again, it doesn't. it's still a first down. Yeah, first down, 15-yard penalty, takes it to the Chargers' 41-yard line. Homestead, Homestead has to cash in some of these chips. They've moved the ball better in the second and even third quarter. Right. But they've missed an extra point, and then they threw an interception from inside the 10-yard line. Shotgun for White. High snap. Hands off. Fox wow, through the hole, big hole, 35-30. Now it's a sprint, oh. and he's going to be dragged down by the back of his jersey inside the 20 at the 16-yard line. 25 yards by Brett Fox, and he almost won that sprint just by the fingertips. The Carroll defender was able to dive out and snag the back of Fox's jersey and pull him to the ground. Well, I tell you what, the block by the tackle there, pancake lens. First and goal for the Spartans. They're at the 16. Handoff, Fox, another good hole. Fox inside the 15, spins his way to the 12. A four-yard pickup on first down for Brett Fox. He's down one knee. I'm not sure if this is an injury because you can never tell with Fox. Because he has... He has uh, He's carried this Spartans team here. Kaseski kind of uh, body slammed him almost. And Fox is still down. He's kind of rolling around again. He's only 5'9", 160 if you give him the benefit of the doubt. Minute 35 on the clock. We're in the third quarter. But you know one thing about Fox, pound for pound, as tough as anybody in the Summit Athletic Conference. Yeah, I think he may have just gotten the wind knocked out of him there. So Yeah, he's trotting his way over to the far sideline. He has to be taken out for a play since they uh, stopped the clock. But it looks like uh, at least he's going to tell everybody he's fine as he trots all the way to the far sideline. Trainers will come over and have a discussion with him and kind of check him out. But Fox out of the game, so you now have the backup running back. Trace Parrish, who enters from the 12-yard line at second down and six. White is going to look to throw. Nobody open, so White scrambles around. He runs left, now he runs right, and he's got some running room. Here comes the 
corner up, and White just didn't ever cut it upfield. Got to the 10, picked up two, but, boy, there was a lot of real estate over there, and White just never got it going north and south. Yeah, he ran uh, too much laterally there. Yeah. He probably went, ran about 50 yards. Went to the left side numbers and then reversed and went all the way to the far side hash mark, still trying to get wide when he was finally tackled. Last Fox. minute of our third quarter. Fox back in. Third down, about three to go. Here's Fox. Fox with the first down. Inside the five. Fox takes the pile to about the three. He actually cut it up too soon there. Had he kept pressing it outside, I think he walked in the end zone. It is first and goal for the Spartans. They're at the three-yard line. Trying to close the gap. They're down 27-6. to six, Last 30 seconds of the third quarter. Double tight end. Shotgun for White and the give to Fox. Fox follows the left side of the line and looks for the end zone. He's in. Touchdown. Fox from three yards out. His seventh touchdown of the year. And it's 27-12. Extra point. Could pull the Spartans to within two touchdowns. I think you kick the extra point here, don't you? Homestead's offense looking to the sideline, but I think they're going to just tack on the extra point. Yeah, there's no sense of going for two because this will be two touchdowns being down if it scores. Knipshire already missed an extra point earlier. Now 17 of 20 on the year. Right-footed sophomore kicker. Lines it up. There's the snap, the set. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 22.7 seconds left, quarter number three, a 27-13 score. As the Spartans cut into the Chargers' lead. We'll come back. It's high school football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Dealing with joint pain, sprains, strains, or back pain? Make the Parkview Ortho Express Walk-In Clinic your first stop when you have an orthopedic or sports injury. Ortho Express gives you access to expert orthopedic physicians when you need it most. Get x-rays, treatment, and referrals to Parkview Care, all in the convenience of a walk-in clinic. Located at the Parkview Sport One Fieldhouse in Fort Wayne and next to the Kroger in Huntington, Ortho Express is open Monday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Friday 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Fort Wayne. Call 260-266-4007 for more. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Well, we've got a new game, and it's just a two-score contest here near the end of quarter number three. An impressive drive by the Homestead Spartans has them within 14 points of Carroll. Now 27 to 13. And Homestead getting set to kick it off to the Chargers. Again, the big storyline perhaps tonight is going to be the health moving forward for this Carroll Chargers team. They lost starting running back Nate Starks. They've also lost Braden Steely to an injury. He has not returned. And Justin Anderson went out with a leg injury. He has been on crutches on the sideline. Here is the kick. And a flag, an offsides on the kickoff. So Homestead's going to have to do it again five yards further back. Yeah, you don't want to do that on first or on the kickoff. Is come offsides. Well, you don't have a super deep kicker. 
Most of the kicks have been somewhere between the 5 and 10 yard line. Now you're going to march it back 5 yards. Carroll's got a chance to get pretty good field position out of this. As they'll re-tee it up back at the 35 yard line. With 22.7 seconds left in quarter number three, 27-13, Carroll the lead. It is Henry Knipshire, the sophomore, who will tee it up. He gets set to kick this off five yards further back. There's the kick. Low line drive, and it is caught. Fortunately, it was bobbled because the man who went to return it slid to the turf, and it would have been down if he'd have got it cleanly. But Aiden Van Pelt had to go off his hands, and then he was able to get up, pick it up, take it out to about the 26. We got a flag behind the play, a little ruckus back near midfield, and I think we've got a flag. Let's see what the. What they call here, I think well behind the play, a couple of players doing some extra battle. And we'll see which way they call it. Right now, the ball is at the 27-yard line after that return by Aiden Van Pelt. It's dead ball, ball, personal foul called against Carroll. And that happened real close to Doug Dynan on the sideline. Sure, Coach Dynan, knowing you can't make those kind of mistakes, especially as you enter the tournament. Just going to say that, you know, these these are the things that's kind of hurt them this year. You know, these penalties either on first down or prior to the first down, and it's uh, it's not a good thing to try to overcome. So they go from the 27 back to the 13-yard line, make it the 14. They went half the distance. Sullivan with an empty backfield, throws short over on the left side. He went from right hash to left hash on a little short stop route to Aiden Van Pelt. It's incomplete. It bounced in front of him. Sullivan didn't get it all the way there. That's one of the rare misses for Sullivan because, again, they're trying to take advantage of that big cushion on the slot receiver. But a long throw by Sullivan comes up short. Second down and 10 from the 14-yard line. On the right hash, they'll give to the running back. Here's Green, and Green is hit hard by Persley just as he gets through the initial hole. It's a gain of about two to the 16-yard line, but that's a big-time play by the linebacker, Cruz Persley. It also brings us to the end of our third quarter. Carroll facing a big third down and eight from their own 16-yard line to start quarter number four. This game far from over here at Carroll High School. Chargers lead at 27-13 over the Homestead Spartans on the high school football game of the week. 1380 the fan and 100.9 FM. Right now on My Deals Fort Wayne, get a $25 savings on either a weekday or a weekend two-hour booking with the Entertainment Lounge. The Entertainment Lounge features Game Coach, ATVs, the latest gaming consoles, Oculus, a racing simulator, and more. And the best part is they can come to you. That's right, the Entertainment Lounge is mobile, and they bring the fun to your next event. Go to MyDealsFortWayne.com and score your savings with the Entertainment Lounge, better owned and operated. 
Friday means football, and football means wings. Kitchen fried and never oven dried, Pizza Hut's boneless wings are crispy, delicious, and for a limited time only, 75 cents each. Yep, I said 75 cents each. Toss in one of nine different sauces and dry rubs, Pizza Hut's boneless wings bring a burst of flavor without breaking the bank. Tasty, crispy, and 75 cents each. Try Pizza Hut's boneless wings today. Football is wing season. Hurry, limited time only, and only at Pizza Hut. Now back to the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. To the fourth quarter we go here at the Gorsuch Athletic Complex on the campus of Carroll High School. And the Chargers leading at 27-13 over the Homestead Spartans. Carroll third down and eight from their own 16-yard line. Huge play here. Homestead could get great field position if they come up with a third down stop. Drop back Sullivan. Looking right. Fires. And got Van Pelt on an out route for a first down out at the 30. Down at the 31-yard line, a 15-yard gain. And that is an absolute dart and a strike thrown by Jimmy Sullivan on a key down. Absolutely. Another big play on third down for him. From their own 31-yard line, first and 10, and this will allow Carroll to also burn some extra clock. Quarterback draw, Sullivan up the middle, splits through defenders across the 40. He's out to the 42, and that's 11 yards. That should be a first down. It is. Another nice run by Sullivan. I tell you what, he's he's having a heck of a ball game. By far the best that we've seen of him this year. Well, I assure you this will be the sorest Saturday morning (laughs) that he's had this season because he has carried a lot of the running load with Nate Starks out of the game. This time they'll give it to the backup running back, DeWan Green, and he'll... Shift his way out to the 45, maybe the 46, just barely outside the 45. So we're going to give him about three yards on that carry, second down and seven. Yeah, one thing Jimmy's going to do is take as much clock as he can now. Under 11 minutes left. Out to the left, he's going to keep it and never get to the edge, but he did take it for positive yardage before the defense got to him. Knocked out around the 50-yard line, so that's about a three- or four-yard gain for Sullivan. At the 50, it brings up a third down and two. 10.48, the clock is stopped. Chargers 27, Homestead 13. They'll send trip receivers to the right. Ball is on the left hash. Two receivers to the left. It's five wide for the Chargers here on this third down and two. Watch for the quarterback draw, and I think that's what Homestead's telling their defense right now. Sullivan, he'll throw. Throws to the short man over on the far side. A wrap-up, but did the receiver get enough for a first down? Yes. He was able to spin around and finally fall just across the yard to gain at the 48 or 47 of Homestead. He needed two. He got three. Yeah, that time you really have a hard time covering that type of route. Good call. Got the first down. Got a new set of uh, opportunities here for home or uh, Carroll. And the clock goes under ten and a half minutes. That's the biggest thing. The new set. 
of downs. Also burns about two minutes a clock. Drop back Sullivan looking near sideline. A switching catch made. And they'll give it to him at the 31-yard line. DeWan Green out of the backfield with a huge catch reaching high above his head and getting a toe tap in bounds. At the 31 first down for the Carroll Chargers, a 16-yard gain. That was a great throw. He dropped it in there. From the left hash, quarterback draw. Here goes Sullivan. He is wrapped up at about the 27 and works forward to the 24. Takes the tacklers forward. Sullivan showing some good strength on that play. He is 6'3", 180 pounds, and he gains 8 yards on that scamper up the middle. Now close to the 23-yard line where it's second down and two. Yeah, he's he's more athletic than what people realize sometimes because he can really get the ball and run it. Drop back Sullivan looking to throw, fires it, deep pylon in the end zone, and man-to-man coverage going up, trying to make the catch over the defender. Got it! He got it! And I think that's Hanson Hefner, and Hefner may have just said something right into the face of the defender, and it might be a taunting penalty against Hefner after the play. But what a pass! A jump ball over the far sideline in the end zone, and Hafner goes up and gets it. And now we've got the officials talking. I think the flag is a taunting penalty because when Hafner came down with the football, he got up and kind of got in the face mask of the Spartans defender, kind of enjoying that, that one-on-one victory against the corner. And now they're going to ask Chad Zoldman, do you want the penalty on the extra point or on the kickoff? And Chad, defense is pass interference. Oh, it. On the defense, that will be declined. You get a touchdown. And I have a dead ball, a sportsmanlike, on the offense. They've elected to take the penalty on the kickoff. So one flag, two penalties, same official. A pass interference. That's declined by Carroll because the result was a touchdown on the catch by Hafner. And the unsportsmanlike for the taunting will be applied on the kickoff. The extra point is up. It is good. And Carroll has taken a 34-13 lead with 9.29 left. Another impressive drive by the Carroll Chargers to answer a Homestead score. Absolutely. We'll take a break. We're coming back. 9.29 left. Carroll leads it by 21 over the Spartans. You're listening to High School Football on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Radio and TV stations throughout Indiana are now hiring. And a statewide broadcasting career fair is coming up on Monday, October 2nd at Gainbridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis. Stations are filling jobs for journalists, sales teams, promotions, engineering, IT, and production. Make an impact that can be felt throughout your community. Your broadcast career starts here. Get details and register now at indianabroadcasters.org. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Coming up after the game, be sure to join us at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut. That is the place to be if you're on the north side of town. We want to see you there for pizza, wings, pasta, and, of course, the incredible salad bar, all available to you when you join us for the Indiana Physical Therapy postgame show live at the Pine Valley Pizza Hut tonight right after the game. Still 9.29 to play in this one. And Carroll builds back their cushion. They now lead it 34-13 to over the Homestead Spartans. Good answer by, by Carroll there. Great throw on the touchdown throw. And Jimmy Sullivan's had himself a night. It's a squib kick after the penalty. Marston back five. Homestead retrieves it at the 30. And then a big-time hit. And special teams. Pesetsky again. That's yeah, that is Ashton Pesetsky who just ran right through the Spartans' return man and dropped him at the 30 at the 34-yard line. That kid's got a great motor. He's the defensive lineman, and he's the first one down the field on their kickoff coverage. Well, he hit him so hard that literally he went through him. He never yeah. even slowed down. First and 10 for the Spartans at their own 34. Shotgun for Michael White, the sophomore quarterback. Brett Fox, the lone running back. They've got a receiver split each side with an extra tight end. And now Homestead looking to the far sideline, trying to get the play call. Play clock down to eight. There's the shotgun snap, pump fake, and a throw on a slant route over the middle. And it's off the fingertips of the intended receiver, Liam Moore, and incomplete. I got, got away with maybe a P.I. there, but uh, nice play and really nice throw. Second down and 10, back at the 34-yard line. Homestead trailing by 21. They, you almost feel like every possession has, has to end with a touchdown right now. Absolutely. Ball on the left hash. They'll put trip receivers to the right, and they'll empty the backfield. Five wide, two to the left. Shotgun snap. White looks right, can't throw it. Now he's got a scramble to his right, throws it late, and it's incomplete out near midfield. And that's a left-handed quarterback running to his right, having to try to pivot, square the shoulders, and then fire a strike downfield to Nathan Bardwell. Just didn't have the accuracy, and so it's third down and 10 now for Homestead. Yeah, he kind of got behind him there. Had he got a nice throw into him, he may have had a lot more yards. 9-13 remains. Chargers 34, Homestead 13. Third down and 10 from their own 34 for the Homestead Spartans. Ball on the left hash. Two receivers right, one to the left. They'll fake the handoff. White from the pocket. Now he's going to scramble to the far sideline. He cannot get first down yardage. Knocked out of bounds at the 40 after picking up six. And now it's a fourth down. This may make it manageable enough that Homestead's got to go for it. 9.05 left. You're facing a fourth down. Well, they put it back at the 39, so it's fourth down and five. And Chad Zolman taking some time thinking about this one as the offense is still on the field. The play clock down to 15, and now Homestead will line up to go for it. It is fourth down and five from their own 39 for the Spartans. Any chance of a comeback on this play? Drop back White, looks, throws, and caught Bardwell on a slant out at midfield. One-on-one, -on -one, Bardwell got inside position on the corner. 
He makes the catch, and it is a big, big-time third-down throw or fourth-down throw by Michael White. And the drive still alive for the Homestead Spartans, and the Spartans still alive, down by 21 with 8.45 left. From their own 49, first and 10, drop in the pocket, White. He'll roll to the left. Now he's going to come back to the right, and that's going to create a penalty flag in the backfield. It's going to be a hold against the Homestead Spartans as White scrambles out of bounds at the Carroll 45, but this one's coming back. That's the trouble when you've got a quarterback who rolls one way and then comes all the way back the other way. The offensive lineman doesn't know which way to block and eventually gets caught grabbing on, and that's exactly what happened here. This will be a big march off against the Homestead Spartans. You know, for Homestead tonight, it's actually been pretty clean for them. They've not had many uh, offensive penalties tonight. And like you said there, when a quarterback gets into a scramble sometimes, an offensive lineman will have a tendency to grab a little bit of jersey once they feel that D lineman, you know, kind of slipping away. So it's first and 20, and it's back at the 39-yard line. Ball on the right hash with two receivers left, one to the right, roll to the left, to the left-handed quarterback, White throws, far sideline, and he got it over the head of his intended receiver. At the Carroll 45, tried to get a sideline route, and I think that was Kale Swagger that had the chance at it, but it's incomplete. Yeah, he had him open. He was just going to have to drop it in a in a bucket there, which would have made it a little bit more difficult. Second and 20 now for Homestead. Carter Kennedy, I believe, might have been the intended receiver. So it is now a second down and 20, still at their own 39-yard line with 8.23 left. Shotgun for White. Takes the snap, quick drop, throw over the middle, and again, the receiver <laughs> collided with yeah. a defender. Yeah, it's going to have to and be that's their fair. Yeah, it's Cameron Lentz who came up in coverage, and he collided with the receiver just as the ball sailed by, and that draws a flag. Yeah, you, ha- you have to call that one there. I just can't imagine them not. Well, you've got multiple options here, though, downfield, contact, You've got pass interference. I think they're... Are they going to call it? And they act like they may have take, you know, picked it up, but I think they're no, going to let it stand. I think they're going to... It's pass interference called against the defense. That's a huge... And so that will... Well, it's not going to give them a first down, though. Well, it gives them a, a more manageable... Yeah, it gets back the yardage they lost on Absolute. the holding penalty Absolutely. and then some. So now you've got second down... And about five to go at the Carroll Chargers 46. Hand it right back off to Fox here. Homestead down 21 with 8.19 left. And they do give it to Fox. And he's through the hole again to the far sideline. First down for Fox inside the 40. Knocked out of bounds near the 37-yard line. Nine yards for Brett Fox. What a night he's having. Absolutely. Good decision there where you're in the same formation. You've been throwing it for the most part here. Good time to give it back to Fox, and he gets up about nine yards. So big first down. They're at the Carroll Chargers 37-yard line, first and 10. Ball on the left, hash. Three wide in the formation, two to the right, one to the left, and a single back as Fox behind Michael White. He'll take the shotgun snap, play action, and throw it deep for the end zone. Got a man 
and overshot him inside the five-yard line. Little air under that one, and that was an easy six for the Homestead Spartans. Wow. Got behind the deep safeties, which that's going to be uh, part of the tape review for the oh, Carroll Chargers yeah. defensively. And remember, they're playing without one of their best safeties well, and right. all-conference player in Braden Steely. He's usually probably at this point. He's your safety net back there. I was, you know, that was kind of an unexpected throw, too, because White's pretty good at throwing it deep. So it is second down and 10. A roll to the right for the left-handed quarterback being chased, and he'll finally throw it late near sideline, and it's short and incomplete. Dale Swagger, the intended receiver, but the incomplete pass now will bring a third down and 10, still at the Carroll Chargers 37-yard line, and the clock is stopped with 7.32 left. That was a good effort to get uh, the ball out of his hands and negate the sack. Big third down here in four-down territory for the Spartans. Drop back, White will look to throw. Dumps it off on the screen to Fox. Fox picks Good up a job. block, Martin works his way to the 30, and it will set up a manageable fourth down. After gaining about seven on the play, it's going to be fourth down, three to go, just outside the Carroll Chargers 30-yard line, near the 31. That was a great job by Fox there, setting it up and letting his linemen uh, come and kick out a guy. They need the 27 for a first down. They're just inside the 31. White will give it. He'll fall forward to the 23-yard line, maybe even the 22. Well, that's just having a lot of faith and confidence in what Fox can do and what the offensive line has been doing to this Carroll defensive front. First down for the Spartans, a fourth down conversion. And they've got it. Inside the 25, about the 22-yard line. Drop back White. Throws on a little out route. Five yards downfield. Incomplete. Martin Threw it too far in front of his man, but I'm not sure he had a lot of space to complete that one because the defender right. was right there. It was good coverage there by Carroll that time on the little drag route there that they threw out of the three-by-one set. I'm not sure what the conversation is. Second down and 10. Still at the 22-yard line, and there is a discussion right now at the spot of the football, and I'm not sure. Well, they're throwing the football out. <laughs> they're, getting the a, they're getting a different football. When you get this time of night, you know, you start getting the dew on the on the turf, and that probably made it a little wet. Yeah, they're, they've got a towel out, and they're wiping down the football, so apparently... They wanted to get a new football into the game, and they've got it at the 22-yard line, second down and 10, 6.26 to play. They did run their play weak. Wow. Drop back, White rolls to there the right, throws back to the left. Fox has it. Looking for a block. He's at the 15, stumbles forward for first down yardage at the 11. 11-yard gain for Brett Fox. Boy, if he'd have picked up that one block. Yep. He had a wide receiver, one defender. On that throwback screen, and he couldn't quite get the block, and the defender was able to trip up Fox just enough to take him down at the 11, where it's first and 10. Shotgun for White. Looks right. Fires on a slant route. It's Bartwell going down and making the catch inside the one, and this actually might be first and goal. Yeah. 
He caught it inside the one-yard line, and it was first and 10 at the 11. Now it's first and goal inside the one for the Homestead Spartans with 5.54 left. 34-13 our score. And again, you've got White in the gun. The lone running back is Fox, double tight end. And they will give it to Fox. Fox up the middle. Hit at the goal line. He may have been denied. Touchdown. Nope, they gave it to him. Touchdown, Fox. What a drive. From a yard out, Brett Fox. And it's 34 to 19. And they'll try to tack on one here and kick the extra point with 537 left. Is it too early? to go to an onside oh, kick. Oh, I think you got to. You need two possessions. This is Henry Knipscher who will try to add the extra point. There it's down. The kick is up. Line drive kick, and it is good. And the Homestead Spartans have cut into Carroll's lead. They will not go away. It was a 17-0 score in the first quarter, and Homestead has kind of matched Carroll the rest of the way. Right now, 537 left at 34-20, Carroll with the lead. The Spartans kickoff comes up next on the high school football game of the week on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Hey, athletes, are you looking to take your game to the next level? Look no further than Indiana Physical Therapy. Our expert team of sports performance specialists and personalized training programs will have you running circles around the competition. Injured or hurt on the field? Come see us. Our team of physical therapists are dedicated to helping you get back up to speed. With over 19 locations across Indiana, we can get you better, faster. Visit indianapt.com to schedule your appointment today. Indiana Physical Therapy, people gonna get better. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. With 537 remaining, it is now Carroll 34, Homestead 20, and the Spartans to kick off. And Carroll is going to put 10 men within 10 yards of the 50. And this ball is going to be teed teed up at the 40. And it is Henry Knipshire to kick it off. And there's the onside kick, and it takes a hop right into the belly of an up man at the 50 and handled nicely by the Carroll Chargers. Sheely. Nice job by that young man. Griffin Sheely. Yeah, that was one of those that looked perfect. It was taking those hops, and you just expected it to kick up and take that big one. Sheely got right in front of it, fielded it almost like an infielder. Yes, he did. You know, he's had an impressive little night, too. He's been here and there, but over the couple of weeks that we've had him, he showed up on the field for the, uh, uh, Carroll. First and ten, Spartans, they take over after the onside kick attempt at the 50. Here comes the blitz. They'll hand it off to Green. Green breaks away from one, can't break away from the second man. And there's a little, a little toss. Start to see a little frustration right now. Yeah, uh, coming out for the the Spartans defensively. Yeah, you don't want to do anything stupid here because you still got enough time. Utilizing your timeouts here if you get it to third and long. 
It is a loss of a yard back at the 49. We're at second down and 11. Five minutes left. Clock continues to run. Carroll's going to empty the backfield to go five wide on this second down and 11. And it is going to be a throw. Sullivan pressured in the pocket. He is sacked back at the 45. And that looks... That trying to see if that's Schultice. Yep, exactly right. Got in there on the linebacker blitz, took down Sullivan. little surprised that Carroll was even going to throw the football. I thought maybe they spread the formation to run a quarterback draw yeah. to burn the time off the clock. And they are burning time because it's down to 420 left, 15 on the play clock. And, and they're in no hurry on this third down and 14 play. I'm, I'm surprised Homestead didn't take a timeout there just so that they could keep some time on the clock. Drop back Sullivan. He is going to throw. And he pump fakes. Now he tucks it and runs. Oh Sullivan inside the 45. Oh, wow. Sprints to the first sideline and gets in front of the sticks. Goes out of bounds at the 38. That is a first down for Carroll. And that's likely the dagger for the Homestead Sparks. Yeah, lost contain on him. And that's what he can do. He hurt Yeah, That's a huge play by Jimmy Sullivan. Again, a night that he's having, throwing the ball, running the ball. He's done a little bit of everything tonight. Impressive game. 17-yard scamper by Sullivan. Be interesting to see the total yardage for Sullivan after this one is over. Hand off to Green. Bringing it up. Cuts it inside the block. Now he's got the seam. 20, 15, 10. Stays on his feet through a tackle attempt to the end zone. Touchdown. His third of the night, DeJuan Green. 38-yarder. The Chargers... They have found their running game tonight between Sullivan and Dewan Green. They've been a terrific combo. And Green, with his third touchdown of the night, has made it 40-20. to 20. Carroll, 347 left. And Burrito will try to make it a 21-point lead. The kick is up. And the kick is good. It's 41-20. Carroll leading it over the Homestead Spartans. Rivalry week in the SAC on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Even though H&K Chevrolet is new to New Haven, they're hardly new to the business. Founding their first dealership in Continental, Ohio in 1960. H&K is pleased to make the New Haven location the third in the H&K family of dealerships. H&K has a large selection, competitive prices, outstanding customer service, and a transparent buying experience for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. H&K Chevrolet honors GM employee and supplier pricing on all new Chevrolets. See the inventory online at hkfamilyauto.com. This is the Fort Wayne High School Football Game of the Week. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. The Carroll Chargers on their way to improving to 4-1 in conference play. They now lead it 41-20 over the Homestead Spartans, which is 347 left. What an impressive drive by Carroll. They burn about seven minutes off the clock. Or correction. About two minutes. Yeah, about two minutes after the uh, onside kick, but they got out of it exactly what they needed, which was <laughs> points, they separation. Two big runs, the third down run by Jimmy Sullivan, giving them the first scrap down, and then Dewan Green's touchdown run made a phenom- phenomenal cut. 
on that touchdown run for yeah, 38 the, yards. That big third down conversion set up Green for the long touchdown run. Three touchdowns tonight for Dewan Green, who came into the game only because of an injury to starting running back Nate Starks. The kick taken by Fox. He'll return it outside the 15 to about the 18-yard line. Tough field position for the Homestead Spartans, who trail it 41-20 to with 3.40 left. You know, when I say Green made a nice cut, what he only does is he made the offensive lineman right. And that's what good running backs do. They make their offensive linemen right in the blocking schemes. And when you see a guy like Fox, he does it He does it really well. And then that one by the young fellow on the big run. And he had a little explosiveness there when he came through the hole because he had to outrun a couple bot, uh, Homestead players. Well, one thing that you see, Shannon, is a late Homestead substitution is going to force the Spartans to burn one of their three timeouts with the clock stopped after the kickoff. But uh, what you see with, with both these running backs and Brett Fox for Homestead and Dewan Green for the Carroll Chargers is the timing they have when they hit the hole. Yes. They seem to time it perfectly with the lineman's blocks because a lot of times guys can slip off a block or shed a offensive lineman. But if you time it right when that lineman makes contact and you burst through the hole at that exact moment, it's very tough for a defender. And that's what we've seen with both Fox tonight and Dewan Green. Yeah, they've done a good job of really staying on the back hips of their tackles or guards pulling and being patient enough to allow that play to develop. And once they see that cut, they hit the put the foot in the ground and they get vertical and they hit that seam and they do it pretty darn good. So the Spartans start at their own 18-yard line, 3.40 to play. A 41-20 Carroll lead. From the right hash, it is a give, and it's to the running back, but I don't think Fox is still in the game. I think the Spartans have gone to yeah. the second unit. And that is going to be, I believe, Thrash. Yes. Yeah, Thrash was the carrier. That I'm is... That is 21, Jake Thrash. He's a 5'9", 175-pound junior. Now they just put in a number Used 22 a, back in the backfield. Well, now it's Trace Parrish who takes over at running back, and he'll get a carry. Evan England is in at quarterback. We saw a little bit of England last week after the injury to White. And a short run for Parrish takes it to the 26-yard line. It's third down and two with 3.15 left to be played. Well, Snyder got what they needed tonight by Carroll coming up and beating Homestead, and that puts the Spartans in a position next week to play spoiler. Here is the handoff. It's going to be Paris trying to get out of the grasp of the defender, and he can't do it. Evan Brubaker pulls him down before he got the edge for a loss back at the 24. Now it's fourth down and four. Yeah, you, you need to punt it here. Get your first team out there, kick it, even if you need to take a timeout. So with 2.40 and the clock running, Homestead sends the punting unit onto the field. And now you just kind of expect we'll probably see a couple of kneel downs from the Carroll Chargers. Clock will go down to about 2.20 when this ball is snapped. And the snap is low. 
picked up, and the punter is going to get it away, barely. Knipshire did a good job of avoiding the pressure and getting off the kick after a snap that skipped to him. And the kick goes all the way dead down at the 38-yard line. That's a pretty good job on handling that by the sophomore. Absolutely. Now it's first and 10 for Carroll with 2.13 remaining in the game. And let's see what unit comes onto the field. Because it does look like it's the first team offense. And it is Sullivan. It is Hafner. It is Dewan Green in the backfield. So it's the first string offense on the field for the last 213 for the Carroll Chargers. And it will be a give to Dewan Green. He'll bounce it out to the Spartans. They take Green down for a loss back at the 35. Loss of two on the play. But again, the clock continues to run. We're under two minutes left. 41 to 20. The Carroll Chargers leading it over the Homestead Spartans. So now we'll wait and get finals on the other games from the Summit Athletic Conference and see exactly where the conference standings stack up after tonight. The Indiana Physical Therapy Postgame Show, live from the Pine Valley Pizza Hut, is coming up next. Give to Green, bringing it to the right, and again they come up, take away the edge, and take Green down for a loss. Well, Green's had a great day, but he's giving yardage back right now. That's a two-yard loss back to the 33-yard line, and now it's third down and 14 to go, and the clock goes under a minute left. Well, there's 25 on the play clock. If they can run this all the way down to the last second, depending on how quickly they spot it after third down, the game could be over. From the left hash, empty backfield. They go five wide on this third down and 14, and Sullivan is going to look to throw and does near sideline. (laughs) Overshot Bowman, but it's caught by Van Pelt, who's behind him. And Van Pelt inbounds, makes the catch at the 47, steps out of bounds. And now, well, it's at the stick, and they're going to give him a first down. It's a 14-yard pickup on third and 14, and they gave him enough to move the sticks. So we'll have... 41.3 seconds. Lures and Dwanger in overtime, but they Dwanger fumbled, and I don't know if they recovered or not, but it sounds like they did. Lures cut recovered. Well, we'll get details on that on the post-game show. Now I kneeled down, and we're down to the last 32 seconds, and no need to run another play. Chargers fans begin a celebration. Here at Chargers Stadium, as the Carroll Chargers win their rivalry week game against the Homestead Spartans. It makes it three in a row for Carroll over Homestead after Homestead had won six straight in this series. Our final score tonight, the Carroll Chargers 41 and the Homestead Spartans 20. Podcasts by Federated Media.